All right. It's Hi, like Internet. The princess in the pea. Only your ears and the pea is noise. Yes. <laughs> yes. Starting recording at random times starts. It makes for the best game openings. It, it really, it really does. Also, hi, Internet. Hi. Hello. Hello, Internet. What? Welcome to the Drunk and the Ugly. Today will be uh today. Well, we have we have a uh, we have our set of panelists: uh, Zachary Manser, Nathan Allen Knapp, Amanda Carney, and Charles We'll be discussing the uh the the the. Wait, did you just give me a last name and you gave everyone else his full name? I said Charlie Olmstead. No, I only heard Olmstead. Well, that's because you have. Today we'll be discussing Charlie, the vices and vices of. I don't have any vices. All right, all right. So, okay, game time. You guys are in Ithaca. Yep. Scott, you're back home. Well, he's yeah. As far as he knows, this is the first time. Home he never knew. Yes, a home you may have never known, but home nonetheless. Yep. He stands outside the Greyhound station clutching his invisible sword. <laughs> um, and uh, he'll check his notes and see um, see if he can... Was there a phone number for Liz Magea? Uh, or was there just a, was there, or was there just a name? Just a name. Well, we might want to first move to a different location since... Uh, yeah... Alright, um, so we probably need to find a hotel and pay cash only or something. Preferably yeah. one not okay. owned by Megacorp, but I don't think that's possible here. Yeah. yeah, I was sort of thinking the same thing. Um, there's all these, like, little MC logos on fucking everything. Yeah, I see that. What? R- really? They, I think they own the whole city. Yeah. Uh, they probably already know we're here. If they knew that, we'd be dead already. Well, even if they own the whole city, they probably don't own all the people. It doesn't mean they can necessarily attack us in the open. Hopefully. Or so I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, let's, um, yeah. Let's find a place. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's do that then. And so we head out and find a, well, I guess we walk. Start walking, everyone give me a notice check. Can do. Uh, just notice? Yeah. Hell senses wouldn't really do anything here? Hell senses would do something, but it wouldn't help you in finding a, uh... They never help me in doing anything. <laughs> they help you in doing things, but not the things that I call for. Alright. You can always roll them. No. Alright, so, notice. Uh, so, let's be okay, adding a relationship with, uh, Emma. Well, why? Why Emma? Why not Emma? Because I'm half escorting her and escorting her boyfriend. Okay. A buttload of twos. Four twos. Uh, four sevens. Was that Helsens that you rolled, Mando? Or? No, that was Notice. Okay. Alright, um... Wow, we rolled a lot of things. Alright, so, uh... Manny, you, you, got, you guys walk into downtown Ithaca, as you guys are pretty much on the outskirts, on the outskirts of downtown Ithaca. Sort of uh, where it left commercial and started to become suburban again. Um, and you guys start walking in downtown, downtown Ithaca. Uh, Manny, you see tons of things. You, you see lots of entertainment. There's an arcade here. There's a music hall here. Um, there's a there's there, there's there's a theater. There is a uh, concert venue. This is a this is a happening place. Is it crowded? Yeah. Like New York. Not like half half of that. 
Well, I expect this many people to be in Alaska. Well, it did say population 270,000. That's a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all sort of out. Well, well Emma checks her watch. I guess this would be about time for everyone to be out of work. And what time is it? When you when you check, it's around four four thirty. Okay. Um, yeah, about time for everyone to be out, start getting out of work, and I imagine they might be going to look for something to do. Looks like there's a lot to do. Yeah. Uh. Well, we'll definitely be able to blend in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, uh, you noticed everything that Manny noticed there. How how much stuff there is to do here in Ithaca. Um, you also notice that there is a really that you happen to pass by um, a really big uh, hotel. It's a uh, it's a uh, it, it's 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 a Megatel <laughs> Megacorp hotel. It's it's designed um, to it's designed for maximum economy to hold the most people in the least space. <laughs> So Man, like they have a crack team of creative consultants. No, they just do that what they do in Japan with the... Uh, the capsule like, hotels. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, you, 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 you see... Uh, you, you see... Uh, AC Megatel. Uh, also, yes, there is, there, there, there is a three-story arcade that is actually fairly populated with uh, kids mostly younger than you. Some, some your age, but most of them are younger than you. Um, and, uh, Scott and L, on the other hand, notice that there is a, that, uh, the Megatel, which is nearby, um, this, uh, which is nearby the arcade, um, that down the street from that, you're, you're able to find just kind of on a corner, um, a smaller, smaller motel. One of the single-story motels that just has, like, seven rooms and is in an L-shape. It's mostly parking lot. Does it, uh... It's owned by Megacorp. It's owned by Megacorp. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, uh... I'm, I'm going to say that you can notice the precedent here. Literally everything you've seen that is a business has the MC logo on it. You cannot find anything that doesn't. You get a feeling that you will not find anything that doesn't. Yeah. You're in the heart of Megacorp. Hmm. Shame we didn't have anybody who actually lives here. We could stay at their place instead. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good thing Scott puts up the hood on his uh on his jacket. Good thing we're already disguising ourselves. Hmm. I'm kind of ducks her head down. Um, I'm gonna have a little harder time doing that. No scars. Yeah. Mm. I don't think you're one of the ones they're mostly looking for, though. Yeah, I guess. Scott should Scott should probably hide uh, hide his face, though, if he can. Yeah, but if they know... If me too, come to think of it. They'll they know of her relationship up. with uh, Scott. They'll know that Scott isn't you know, far away either. So. Yeah, if they know that... Just gotta keep on our guard, I guess. <clears throat> what are we gonna do? Um. Well, wait. So, probably the one they know the least about is Eddie. 
Maybe you could go in there and pay for the room. Or I could put on the jumpsuit and do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good idea. And then we'll just head inside. Well, but will they pay enough attention to him to give him the room number and stuff? They will if I draw. The way he said it's, I can still draw attention to myself intentionally. It's just most people, if I don't, won't give me a second glance. They'll just assume I work there. Actually, help thinks for a moment. You could probably just get some keys. Yeah, I don't like the idea of doing something like that, but it might be the only way to get a room without it being found out about immediately. Yeah. Yeah, but what if they try and, what if someone buys the room? Then I think they'd find that they don't have keys. Plus, who's going to stay there when there's Megatel? I can probably, might be able to put up uh, signs that say closed for maintenance or something if they have people a People trying to do illicit things in that hotel? Yeah, Megatel looks like it's good for that anyway. Um, I don't know. I never seen. I never heard or seen things illicit going on in a hotel like that. That's how good they are at it. Well, you wouldn't do that at a place everybody would be expecting it, right? I don't know. We just got to look out for crack dealers. If the worst we run into is a crack dealer, I'll count myself lucky. Also, I get. Also, I. Yeah, I mean. You're probably the best equipped to do it. I have a way of invisibling, but that means I have to sneak past somebody. Alright, well, I'll see what I can do. Oh, maybe you could also steal, like, a maintenance sign and put that above the, uh... Yeah. On the door, so... Yeah, that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, he'll, uh... Yeah, so I'll just put on the jumpsuit over his clothes, since that's usually what you do with them, I would think. Yeah. Okay. You gonna put uh, gonna put that that, that jumpsuit on? Yeah. Close. Okay. The janitoria janitorum jumpsuit. All right. Uh, you're gonna, you, you, too you, bad Josh can't hear you say that. All right. You put that on. Uh, and you're gonna walk inside, try and try and uh, take some take 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 the key to a uh, a vacant room. Uh. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh. Give me a. Give, give me a roll. All right. Is that would this just be face plus the ability, or face plus another role plus the ability? Uh, face plus the ability. Fa- All right. Fa- face plus uh, fa- face plus uh, janitor. All right. We're going to uh, we're gonna walking around like he's has every right to be wherever he is, even <laughs> if he doesn't. It's <laughs> level confidence, man. Is. Uh, three sixes. Alright, let's see here. Alright, so, uh, there's, there's a receptionist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, there's a, there's a kind of a, a bookkeeper that's sitting at a desk. Um, there's an old woman. She sees you come in, uh, pays you, pays you a glance and then, uh, looks on by as you, yeah. as you walk, as, as you, uh, calmly walk on by her. Um, in the back room, you find there are uh, keys to rooms seven, three, and four. Um, you find that uh, there are there's also a janitor's closet that has some uh, clothes for clothes for maintenance signs. Yeah, he'll uh, grab a couple of clothes for maintenance signs, and then uh, he'll grab the room, he'll grab the keys to rooms three and four. 
probably best if they stick next to each other. Okay. Two rooms rather than have somebody. Given the situation, something happens and the other people are close enough to hear. Alrighty. Um. So, uh, you calmly leave. Yep. You're you're supposed to be there. Yep. You're here to clean, man. Uh huh. It's about time too. Some of these rooms are just a mess. They really are. Knowing, and knowing Eld, he actually will leave them cleaner than when he found them. <laughs> exactly. So you're not being deceptive. You're actually here to clean. <laughs> um, and yeah, everyone you see Eld comes outside. Yeah, he has a. Uh, oh, he shall has... we see Eld come outside, or we just see some janitor come out? Well, you know he's a janitor. You see a janitor, and at first, it's just like, oh yeah, some janitor's here to clean. And they're like, oh wait. L probably doesn't work on Kageko though. Yeah, she she sees him and then approaches and says, "She's a maid." <laughs> God, she's, she's not a maid right now. That's I don't think that's why it doesn't work on her. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she sees Maido. L and then and then and then approaches and just like, "Master, did it work?" Yeah, looks like it. They didn't seem particularly concerned. I got a couple. I got keys to a couple. Or a couple rooms right next to each other, and some signs. So, if anybody takes a look, that'll just look like the rooms are going under maintenance. Oh, very well. That is good. My uncle V once made some hotel rooms go out for maintenance. I don't think they got the ketchup off the walls. Uh huh. At least you told me that was ketchup. Uh huh. You, you know, if I if I if I hadn't met your uncle in person. I wouldn't believe half the half the stories you've told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, well, you want to you want to give out uh, some keys, to people? Yeah. Who 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 all who all is in room three? Who's all who's all in room four? Um, Scott. Scott will you? take room three. As will Emma. Many will go. There's like two rooms. Eventually, he's gonna have to be in there with someone who's probably partnered with someone else, given statistically who's on our team. So, conversely, the room arrangement could be Eld, could be Eld and Eld, Scott, uh, Emma, and Kageko in one room, and the three other three in the other. That 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 sensibly that may be the less awkward way to do things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll take room four. Yeah. You guys, you guys do find out that these rooms have two twin beds in them. Nice. Uh, that works out perfectly then. And uh, yeah, you guys step inside. So are you gonna just relax for today, or definitely at least get you know at least set down stuff. Um, okay. And set down all your things. Go through on well. Uh, is this a is this I a can't. is this a um, is this motel the kind with uh, the doors between the rooms that you can open up? Yes, it is. All right, yeah, he'll get that door opened up. And hey, Manny, you should see if you can find a map um, of Ithaca on your phone. Wouldn't there be technically be a map in the hotel room? Considering this seems like a hopping place, someone staying in a hotel here, they'd want to know all the ins and outs. Maybe let's check. Go. Or Sorry, go, I was saying that out of character. Go through all the drawers. Out of character, I was thinking the lobby, but they usually keep stuff like a rack just full of guides. Up the map and searches for a map 
uh, Ithaca map app. Uh, actually, not an app because that might have a Megacorp tracking signal <laughs> things on it. Yeah, if I were saying that in character, it'd be like, oh, just check one of the drawers. It's probably not Check in there. all the drawers is what I'm doing. Yeah, Neil will just pull up, pull up Google Maps. All right. Uh, all right, check the drawers, and you do find a map there. Google Maps also reveals Ithaca. All right, yeah. So now we're working with two maps. So he, yeah, and starts kind of, um, let's see. So we got a, so we have a map of the area. Let's see. I'll just kind of start looking it over, trying to figure out the general layout of the place. Okay. Um, you know that, uh, that the map on, in the room, uh, lists a bunch of attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, the arcade is actually kind of a big attraction. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wow, it's been open uh, since 1986. Yeah, well, open longer than that. It's been open since uh, 1981. Um, it's uh, it's yeah, it's been, it's been open for a very long time. Uh, and it's very renowned. So is a place called Cleo's Diner. Um, <laughs> that uh is um is said to have uh, some 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 of the best shake milkshakes in in all of Alaska. Hey, Nate. Yeah? Can I say something? Yeah, what's up? Hey, I'm Cleo. Welcome to my diner. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, please uh, cut that out. No. <laughs> um, it, uh, it, it basically, the, uh, in, in, the, in that uh, the snip about uh, Cleo's diner, it talks about how the original, the, the, uh, the, um, the original uh, founder, uh, Cleo, uh, Cleo DeSalvo, um, passed away several years ago, uh, but the diner is run. The, the diner remains uh, run exactly to her specifications, and no recipes have been have have been altered. To it, 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 it retains its uh, its its fifties uh, and sixties uh, legacy. Mm. Um, there is a uh, there is there there is the uh, the 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 Ithaca. Um, theater uh, that that uh, does 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 the uh, a, a number of different things. It does um, dinner plays uh, so, so on some occasions. There's actually one coming up. It's a murder mystery. Uh, and uh, it also uh, they they also do uh, live performances of musicals, plays, um, a lot of. A lot of companies that uh, run out of Alaska come through here with some regularity. Uh, stage companies. That is. Only one company comes through here. Yeah, I can't imagine um, theater troops are incredibly plentiful in Alaska. Yeah, uh, there is there 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 is a a fishing charter um, down at the docks of Ithaca that uh, does deep sea. Uh, does does a uh, deep sea um, fishing, and it's especially uh, it's 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 especially altered around this time of year um, during the cold. Uh, the it's a big write up or a big uh, write up about about um, the fish that that can be found separately from the cold months versus the warm months. Uh, there's. The, the list of entertainment just kind of goes on and on. Yeah, and on. Scott kind of goes there. through there's, trying there's, to figure out which ones are the most Megacorp owned and monitored, and realizes probably a, anything on this map is 
Yeah. Despite 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 what, despite what it, may yeah. be said of Cleo's. It, do, it doesn't it doesn't explicitly say it. Um but everything is Megacorp run here mm-hmm. in Ithaca. Um there's also a there's a uh, fairgrounds um kind of on the north side of the, the uh, north side of Ithaca that was recently built about ten years ago. Mm. Some kind of Millennium Park, as it were. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. It's got uh, a couple of small coasters, um, several uh, small attraction rides, a really fun gravity uh, gravity ride. Um, kids love it. Hmm. There's, uh, there's a casino here in Ithaca. Opened up about uh, 30 years ago. Said that it's pretty rad. A lot of uh, a lot of families in Alaska come. Uh, they they they, they uh, take vacations here. The parents go to the casino. The kids go to the arcade. So the casino is about as old. The casino is about as old as the arcade. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Is the casino also three stories? Um, uh, the casino is about four stories. Um, and uh, oh, that also does remind me of the arcade and the, the right up on the arcade. It does actually have a uh, actually explains what's in, what's in every story. Uh, there's uh, prize winning games in the first story. There's arcade machine uh, video game machines in the second story, and there's a uh, and there's poker on the third a, story. Um, a uh, youth entertainment hall on the third story, which has numerous uh, card games and other uh, types of games where you can wager your tickets for. More tickets. So gambling. And this, it doesn't explicitly say gambling, and I'm not going to say it's gambling, but it's probably gambling. It's gambling. <laughs> it's like pachinko. You cash in. Pachinko. You cash. You cash in your balls and for for stuffed animals, and then you take those stuffed animals in the back, and you get a fat wad of cash. Triplets. What? <laughs> Never seen the Nick Cage pachinko commercials. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen them, though. I just know it involves Nick Cage yelling, "I love Pachinko." There's also a uh, there's also a stadium, um, kind of to the uh, eastern side of town, all, all, almost where all, almost the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, that is owned by the Ithaca uh, Ithaca County Schools. Oh, no. Um. And it's it's the the uh, Ithaca Junior High and Ithaca High School um, play uh, r- run numerous uh, numerous kinds of games there football right, baseball right. all that jazz um, and uh, um, one more as you as, as uh, do you, do you just keep on reading do you read about the history of Ithaca. Yeah, he's kind of he's just trying to get the the most out of this before he goes into the town proper. Okay, Ithaca was originally a colony um, that a uh, an, an Alaskan colony that was founded uh, about 250 years ago. Um, it was initially a um, it was initially a uh, French colony, actually. It was just a, a small port that was founded up here. Um, but ended up being turned over. Uh, it, it ended up be, being uh, turned over um, when Alaska itself was purchased. 
the colony itself uh, was always fairly small. It was always just a dock that was good for shipping and receiving. All it was was import-export. Also, I assume a good place to go to send a ship to go whaling. Also that, yes. Um, fishing, import, export. Uh, and it wasn't until about um, 100 years ago um, that uh, business started coming in. And once business started coming in, it began to boom. It began to slowly become a business leader in Alaska. And now, at this point, is on par with any, with any of the largest cities like Juneau. Um, but it is confined. It has always been confined. Because the forests of Ithaca will not be cut down. There is a long-standing law that Ithaca's borders will not expand beyond what they currently are. Which is why all the buildings in the city are incredibly tall. Which is why buildings, they, they, rather than building new buildings, they build additions to buildings and make them bigger. The uh, consequently, it's harder for it, it, though, though, though it may be harder for um, citizens to move here. That also happens to inspire tourism and bigger business from outside of Ithaca. Uh, though the point was less that. And more just to guard the nature here. Ithaca will not encroach upon the beautiful the beautiful Alaskan wilderness. Now we'll just let big oil do that. It's true. Um, there, there, uh, there are there, 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 uh, there, there, there are, however, uh, frequent expeditions into the. Um, Alaskan wilderness and, and into the woods. Uh, this is run by um, both a uh, both an outdoorsman, sort of an outdoorsman guild here in Ithaca, as well as junior efforts that are in the high school and um, junior high. Uh, the the uh, junior high especially has a um, the, the junior high especially has a science club that frequently takes. Journeys into the woods for exploration, outdoorsmanship, etc. There's some of the more proactive ones in that in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, um, the re- recently uh, business continued to thrive as of the uh, as of the moving of Megacorp, of Megacorp's home office here to Ithaca uh, about 20 years ago. And over time, Megacorp has expanded and rather than rather than actually opening up a megastore in Ithaca, which it isn't explicitly said, but all of you can take a wild guess about what happens when a big box store like that opens in a place. Rather than opening up a megastore, what they did was poured money and investments into the smaller businesses that already existed in Ithaca. You know, I was going to say that sarcastically, but then you made it a real thing, so... Rather than open a megastore, they simply decided to make Ithaca into a megastore. Essentially, yeah. Now you can literally be born, raised, and die in a megastore. 
essentially. So it still maintains its the original feel of the town. It's just economically existed. Yeah, they're bailing out the rest of the town. Always. What was that? Something about bailouts. I don't know. <laughs> yes, you now you you uh you you now know the history of Ithaca. Well, dude, where first? Uh, um, I don't know. All this is kind of. I mean, it's it's all just kind of attractions. We didn't really come here for tourism. I guess that would be the easiest way to scope things out, though. Except every one of these places is owned by Megacorp. Probably also surveilled by Megacorp. Yeah. Hmm. It's gonna be tough. To, it's gonna be tough to try and find out anything without drawing attention to ourselves. Everyone here probably works for Megacor in some capacity. Well, they're probably owned by... Megacorp probably owns the company that they work for. I wonder if they... Though it seems like they leave a certain level of autonomy, so... Maybe not everybody knows they report directly to Megacorp, even if they are funded thereby. Huh. I don't know. After a long drive like that, though, I think we need to go to a diner. And... Cleo's at least sounds like it's the least corporate owned. Sure. So they have nice milkshakes? Mm-hmm. It's a little cold for a milkshake, but sure. I'm down. Ow. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Alright. Yeah. Anybody else want to come along? They probably do. I don't know if they do carry out orders. I don't know. If my master is coming, I am too. Mm. Yeah, I'll go. It's uh, without a solid plan. It's probably best that we stick together. Very well, Master. I'll uh, I'll come along too. Why not? All right. Let's just hope that when we get back, we don't find that our hotel room's been exploded or something. Wouldn't it? I think it'd be think it'd be yeah. better that we'd be out then. Yeah. Because then we weren't exploded. Good point. I'm just saying, like that movie? Which one? Fight Club? Oh, yeah, where... Yeah. His apartment explodes. Yeah, but I think the implication was that he did it himself. Uh, spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Alright, um... But yeah, just keep an eye open for suspicious persons. Yeah. It could be anybody in this corporate town. That's why we got that monocle thing. Yeah, I got that. Alright. Guys leaving then? Yep. Alright. Neil gonna use you gonna use your uh, your your monocle? Yeah. Uh go ahead and use it. But first fir- first uh tell me tell tell me the power again. Alright, uh let's see uh Everybody roll dodge. <laughs> the room explodes. The monocle of scalaragri yeah. disclosure. Exactly. I just have a, yeah. I just have it as a detect one. Uh, it has a. Oh wait, it has. It has one die, and it has. No, no, no a, I, I don't think I just wondered what it was called. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, roll it. That's what. That's what Josh called it. That's a, that's the official name. Yvonne named it. That's his name. Uh, two eights. Two eights. All right, so Neil, you're basically guiding them to avoid anyone that glows a little bit red. Is that what you're doing? Uh, pretty much. Okay, 
Um, so you notice that there aren't too many people here that glow a slight bit of red. Yeah, I'd think. And you first start thinking that maybe it doesn't actually work. And then you see um, that there is someone walking down the... Uh, there's someone walking down the uh, the opposite side of the street that glows a little bit of just a slight bit of red. Looks like a businessman in a really nice suit talking uh, talking angrily on a cell phone. Glows a slight bit red. Yeah, steer everyone away from that guy. He might he might have hostile intent at. Elf suspects his hostile intent is not specifically directed at us. Yeah, but he's also wearing a business suit. Yeah, you uh. You you also happen to you, you steer a bit from him, and then you you also notice uh, as you are en route to uh, Cleo's diner um, that uh, you you have to avoid taking a t- t- taking a uh, a northward street and have to go westward a little bit longer um, as uh, there appears to be um, there 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 appear to be a uh, few men standing. Uh, a few men and uh, and a woman standing outside of um, a Mexican restaurant, just talking casually. Um, they don't appear to be wearing any sort of business suits or anything, but they're all glowing red. It's not not even the uh, dim red, just glowing. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, people make glow. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be. We don't want to be anywhere near them, especially if they seem to just be talking casually, because that implies ulterior, not obvious motives. Not like Mr. Phone Guy. Um, and then finally, Neil, you do guide them to a uh, very sort of 1950s uh, Astro Diner looking place. Uh, Cleo's Diner. Um, very, very, very retro. Very, very retro. Yeah, you got you guys uh, step on inside. Um, there's a central. Um, there's a, there's a uh, central kind of circular bar. Um, Wait, did, didn't they just go to one of these in Phoenicia? No, we went. Uh, they, no, yeah, they, we went to a uh, space themed restaurant the, in there. This is oh, a this is a this is a space oh. age restaurant. Oh, yes. okay. Less 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 um less Jupiter and more Chrome and no blacks allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wow! All right, they're like they're, they're perfect. Try and kick Kageko out of a food joint. <laughs> they they want to they want to be as vintage as possible. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys step on inside. Uh, black and white checkerboard uh, flooring. Um, red bar stools all around the uh, central bar. Wow. Um, are there any booths, or is it just the stools around the bar? No, there, there, there are booths. There are booths and Although, tables. Not a lot of tables. There are booths all around the sides. Um, but most, there, 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 there are quite a people here. Most of them are sitting at the yeah. bar. Um, are there, are there six, are there six spots in a row where we could sit down? Uh, yeah, there is. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. The uh, Scott will head on up and uh, take a seat at the bar. As seems to be. As the, you guys uh, look around, he, though he is hesitant to have his he is hesitant to have his back to a window. But really, in the shape, given the shape of this restaurant, his back is always going to be to a window. It's true. 
Uh, as you guys look around, you see that this is actually this place is also um, popular with a lot of people, but it's also popular po- popular with uh, kids your age. Um, looks like a lot of high schoolers and a few middle schoolers um, are here. Mm-hmm. Probably just getting probably just got out of school recently. Came here to hang out with friends, and they're too cool for the arcade. Yeah. Um, Do any of it, them have malicious intent? Who are they? N- none aimed at you. All right. You can see their auras clearly they go have back. Malicious to- intent of teen- their auras clearly go back towards the school and that teacher who totally has it out for them. Yeah, and also their parents because their parents totally hate them. <laughs> also, Jeremy, fuck that guy. Yeah, for real. Fuck that guy. Uh, a young man um, approaches. Uh, Hi, welcome to Cleos. What can I do for you? Uh, uh, can I get a menu? Or wait, they're right, they're right oh, yeah. here. Aren't they? He takes his makes his best effort to avoid looking like a tourist, and then realizes that that's going to be impossible. Um, a bacon cheeseburger, please. Okay. Anything to drink? Uh, extra bacon. Oh, to drink. Uh, I, I can um, get you a bacon milkshake if you want that to drink. Really? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's say uh, um, maple bacon milkshake is a favorite around here. It's way too cold for that though, man. Well, um, there are it, 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 there there is a, uh, a popular thing um, to follow up a milkshake with a hot smoothie. You can get just a small hot smoothie. Um, if, you're, if you're here with a group, uh, you can all you can all effectively get a large hot smoothie that will just be shared in smaller cups between all of you. And if you have a milkshake, as this, this is what a lot of kids, you guys, age do, they'll all have milkshakes and then have a hot smoothie afterwards to warm up. All right, you sold me. I'll try the bacon milkshake. Okay. It was just like I'll have um, a chicken salad and a strawberry. Okay, and uh, you, sir? Point Scott. Scott. Um, actually, a yeah, cheeseburger sounds real nice, and um, kind of looks to Emma, looks at the looks at the place, and like maybe maybe you want to try and maybe we should get a large milkshake. Oh, uh, yeah. You like strawberry? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Uh, come on, be a large, please, then. <laughs> sure. He points to the sign that and says "limit one teen per shake." <laughs> there is no such sign. <laughs> that goes against the entire idea of establishment. <laughs> this was made for people your age. This was made for dates. Um, and he uh, turns attention to Neil and you, sir. I'll have. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I'll have a. Uh, I have a uh, vanilla shake and uh, a plain cheese. A plain hamburger. Does this guy have a name tag by oh. chance? Yeah, it's just Gregory. Okay. He looks like he's in his early twenties. He uh, turns his attention to uh, a point. Uh, Alden Kayako, and for you, sir. Uh, chicken salad sounds good to me. And I will have a, a triple cheeseburger if I may. Okay. Uh, any drinks for the two of you? Oh. Uh. Water's fine. I'm also interested in the bacon milkshake. Is it possible to have extra bacon in that? Yes, it is. I'll be right back with your orders. 
Hmm. Steps away. Start working on this. It seems like a nice place. Yeah. Scott's just trying to enjoy the ambiance and ignore ignore that constant uh, the constant uh, fear of a constant dread at the back of his mind. He's also trying to spy a Megacorp sticker somewhere in the windows. Uh, there it's good. That has an MC logo, small tiny little MC logo. Mm-hmm. He takes a look for. He tries um, to spot. He tries to spot any cameras within the facility. Uh, no. There's one outside. Security camera yeah. outside. You saw that when you came in. But it just yeah, monitor, just monitor the parking lot. Yeah. A lot of buildings, like a lot of places have those. Yeah. Anywhere. Did Neil, uh, see any malintent from the security camera? No. You don't see malintent here in this place at all. Can the- Again, you don't seem to be seeing a lot of it here in Ithaca. There's some instances of it, but not too often. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they're. I guess it's not as bad as it seemed, as we thought it would be yet. Yeah. Well, it's a. Yeah. It's just like any other town. Yeah, it's just big. There are other big towns out there. I think it's the biggest I've been in. Troy's only... Yeah, Troy's smaller yeah. than this. Troy's only about 200,000, I think. I don't know. Yeah, not small by much, but... kind of miss Troy. Yeah, me too. It's weird to be homesick about a place like that. Yeah, right? Everybody's got to have a home. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Please tell me if it's weird to say this, but as we were kind of walking around, it... uh, Scott, I, I could have pretty easily pictured you in this place. Yeah, me too. She quickly rests her head on your shoulder. And for the first time since they left the since they left the hotel room, he takes his hand off of his invisible sword, <laughs> <laughs> uh, puts it around her, puts right. it around her shoulder, and then grabs the grabs the invisible sword with the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just looks like Gregory comes back. Uh, he comes back and he says, uh, "Your order's up." Uh, uh, and he slides a plate to everyone one after another. And the milkshake to everyone went out for another. Um, all of you find that the, uh, the, the some <laughs> food here. Hmm? Hmm? Scott's impressed with his ability to, to, to slide their orders around a circular table or around a circular bar. Well, it's a, it's, it's a circular bar, uh, with like, the, like, with kind of like, like, like cut out in the middle where your waiter stands mm-hmm. and food is prepared in that, in, in, in that middle. Um, all of it. Yeah, no. This is this. You basically can see the food being cooked. You can see the grill. This in must there. be a really, really big circle. It is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it, this 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 part of the of 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 uh, of uh, Cleo's takes up the bulk of the, the, the restaurant. Yeah. Then there's just this is why most people are sitting yeah, here. Yeah. It's this, and then there's just booths around the side. Yeah, basically. This is it's, kind of there are there are about three or four tables in empty space, but there isn't a lot. It's of not dissimilar to BD's Mongolian Barbecue. Yeah, um, like I said, in, in that respect, this is very much a space age uh, malt shop. Um, and speaking of the malts, you guys find that they're absolutely delicious. Yeah. They are so malted. Oh man, it's smooth and creamy. And if you had bacon, the bacon is really sweet. The bacon is also really creamy. Well, it's, 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 it's the way bacon shakes are supposed to be. 
Yeah. Um, the, the bacon's really sweet and maple and delicious. Um, probably may, may, maybe the best the best milkshakes you've had in your life. Yeah. Kayako was really, 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 really impressed. He was like, Master, would you like to have a bit of mine? It's really good. Uh, sure, I'll try a little. Eld will proceed to share a malted with his best girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, fi- you, you find that... Kayako uh, goes suddenly in a hoop skirt. <laughs> <laughs> you find that, uh, that, uh, that baking milkshakes taste a lot better than they sound. It's just like baking chocolate. Yeah. Pretty much. Wait, bacon chocolate is actually a thing. Yeah, yeah chocolate, chocolate. The uh, I've, I've no, I've bought. I mean, I knew orange chocolate orange. No, I've, I've, I've thing, bought, but... I've bought a chocolate bacon bar. So like bacon shape, like is it like? No, they they like they they, like... they take the bacon and they they uh they grind it up into bits and then they mix that into chocolate. Yeah. Or there are some places where you can just yeah. get bacon that's been dipped in chocolate. <laughs> yep, I've ha- I've had the latter. It's pretty good. Actually, I think like that I think the place where you can get up. that is called a fair. Yeah, same place you can get a uh, deep fried donuts. Well, that's what donuts are normally. But you can also get you, no, no, you, you can get fried on... Snickers there. Nonetheless, uh, you all, you all, you also find that uh, here at Cleo's, it's also very affordable. Wow, this is this is a place that teenagers uh, dine at, and it's affordable for teenagers. You can eat here, get a milkshake, and a small uh, hot smoothie. Um, what is a hot smoothie? Hot smoothie is basically like a mocha or a latte. It's it's yeah it's like uh it's basically like that albeit with a lot less caffeine. Um, it tastes like a bit like a smoothie. So it it, it is it uh, is to it, it is um the smoothie. Let's see if 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 iced coffee and smoothies are the same thing, then this is what the uniced version of that is. Basically, yes. All right. Um, yeah, a hot smoothie is warm. Um, it's very, 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 very warming on the inside. And you can get, uh, an entree, milkshake, and a small hot smoothie for like seven bucks. Nice. Dude. Seriously, it's, 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 it's made for kids to eat here. <laughs> kids and... And budgeted accordingly. Kids and sometimes college students. Yeah. Well, a lot of the times college students... College students going to eat wherever it's yeah. cheapest. Can't get any cheaper than well, trash. Ha ha! <laughs> I went. <laughs> I got one on you, Harvard. <laughs> well, most of the most of the college students just eat a mega burger down the street. Well, mega burgers are overrated. Let's just be honest. Yeah, but it's yeah, but for three dollars, you get enough food for two days. That's but, uh, that's true. Yeah, but it's not as good as mega taco. It's not real Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, no one yeah. likes no no one likes mega. It's taco. food for eighty nine cents though. Well, it's that well, you can get a hundred tacos for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Sometimes you need a hundred tacos. You're right. Sometimes you just need a hundred tacos. <laughs> I, I, I've certainly woken up some days gone, man. You know what I need in my life? Hundred tacos. My uncle V once was like briefly into extreme couponing for a bit. And so we got 500 two liter bottles of citrus drink for 30 bucks. Where did you, uh, was it awful? Where did we keep that? We ended up having a pool of citrus drink for a while. And then, you know, it just got flat and gross. Yeah. And then he had it frozen and he 
rented a snow machine, so we made citrus drink snowmen. What? Yeah. <laughs> that was another instance where uh, they had to shut down the hotel room for maintenance. What? <laughs> Rockstar life, I guess? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Just imagine it. All right, little buddy, don't try this at home. Only in hotel rooms. <laughs> Uncle V, we don't have a home. We only have hotel rooms. We have the mansion. We also have the mansion. <laughs> also the beach bungalow. I tried this in the other mansions. That's why we're in a hotel room right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, you guys you guys all get like a hot smoothie? Yeah. Well we order a large one or get it in small cups between all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you, friends. Yep. Uh you do that. Um it's also fairly affordable. Um and also delicious. It's a hazelnut uh hazelnuts, um uh hazelnut flavored and it's super delicious and it warms you up. From all from all from all the chill that you got from the from the milkshake, you're no longer chilled. Wow, that did exactly what was advertised. This place ain't so bad. Yeah, yeah I can see why I want to believe here. Huh. Hmm. Well, now what? Uh, what's he checks the checks the time. It's about uh, getting close to six o'clock at this point. Well, the rush hour is still at hand. What else do we want to try and check out before it becomes too late to be out? That's up to you. Um, Alright. Uh, I guess we could go to the theater. That seems like a place that I'd be stirring up now. And also a good... Hey, well, wasn't hmm? well, this supposed to be that uh, murder mystery thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's dinner theater. I don't... Well, we can at least... Check it out. See what's going on there. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down. All right. I haven't really had a chance to do anything like that for a while. Yeah. Well, you down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. What? Who all wants to go where? Uh, I, um, I suggest we don't split up. But yeah, but we should. Um, yeah, we should also. We have a consensus we'll before we keep going further out. Uh, I'm not really sure to go at, where to go at the moment. I mean, I'm just saying a theater would be a good would be a good that'd be a covert enough place. Like watching a movie? I think it's live theater. They're doing a murder mystery thing. Yeah, but what if we go and it turns out it's real? Someone's like really murdered, and then they're like, "Oh man, we gotta like stop now because someone is really murdered." But that was like the murderer's intention all along to like murder someone in a public place. So then we end up being the ones who have to actually solve the murder. I'm not Given what th- this trip has been like, though, don't say that it's out of the question. I'm not saying it. I'm just I'm going to deny it's going to happen, but in all likelihood. Is it Manny? It wouldn't be the... I mean, if it happens, it'll happen and we'll deal with it. It wouldn't be the most outlandish thing that's happened. It's true. I don't think that's going to happen well, tonight, though. Plus, Manny, if we're there, we could prevent the murder from happening. Yeah, we could find the... 
prop gun and put it back before somebody accidentally uses the real gun. Point. You have one. Well, wherever you want to go, Captain. Yeah, let's check it. Okay, sure. And so we pay Bill and leave a tip and then go. Gregory's just like, yeah. you kids have a good day. Yeah, you too. Mm. Master? Yeah? Are you alright? I guess I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. What? The other shoe? It's an expression. Mm. I guess it means I just feel like... I don't know. The, the more... The more this place feels like just a normal town, the more I feel like whatever is going on is just something we can't see. Mm. Sorry, that might just be... Maybe it's just me. Not to break into a private conversation, but it would make sense if this is the heart of a big multinational corporation. They're not going to just blatantly advertise their nefarious dealings. Yeah, but I've been looking every there with its um, monocle scalawaggery, and uh, I've only like seen, you know... Well, they weren't obvious, but, you know, those guys standing in the, from the Mexican restaurant, they... So, yeah, I guess it makes sense that if there's a vast conspiracy going on here, there wouldn't be that many big conspirators. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just we have every reason to believe that they, that, that they know we were on our way here, and even that they probably are aware we've arrived by now, so I'm just... Wondering what they're planning. Well, I do have that other thing I can start learning tonight. That might not be a bad idea. If we could uncover the secrets of this place in a way that isn't that doesn't draw much attention to ourselves. Yeah. It's always worth a shot. Hmm. You guys, uh Continue walking to the theater and uh, Neil, give me another roll with your monocle. Alright. Uh, two tens. Two tens, okay. Um, you guys are walking uh, and you have, to go, uh, you have to go westward to get to the theater. And you cross, you, you, you pass, you, you cross a, uh, a north southbound street and you happen to see the Megacorp um, uh, corporate office kind of down that street. And then you see there's something else a bit further down um, that has quite a few glowing red people. Looks kind of like a warehouse. And you count maybe a dozen people leaving. They don't seem to be coming your way. Looks like they're just getting out of work. That must be Megacorp storage facility. Uh, That doesn't seem ominous. Who knows what they're hiding in there. Yeah. Uh, boxes. Inside the boxes, Manny. Other smaller boxes. Wait. Smaller boxes, yeah. Um, yeah, probably something nefarious. What? What? What is going on? There. There's Sorry. people leaving what? the Megacorp, what? the warehouse next to the Megacorp. Yeah. And I guess they're all all out of red. Yeah. A warehouse, huh? Maybe that's where. It doesn't matter. I need to wait for. 
<sighs> I need to wait for backup before doing anything. Yeah, anyway. Scott will take a Scott will take a look at the uh, the street here, the street names. Right. Make a mental um, note of those. Okay, yeah, you do. I don't have them written down. Yeah, just remembering. It's on the corner of Mega Street and Corp uh, Boulevard. Pretty much. The corner of Scott Vall, and we know exactly where you are, Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're in we're in a Ithaca, not Twin Peaks. <laughs> I know, but it's owned by a corporation. You just buy those signs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you, you got you guys uh, continue continue your way to the theater. Um, you guys uh, you guys step on inside. There's a uh, there's a, there's a boy at a ticket booth. Um, you guys uh, start uh, start starting. Uh, can I see your ticket, please? Oh, um, where's uh, will call or registration? Oh, uh, that is right over there. He motions to. A uh, larger ticket booth inside motions the lobby. to a giant ass line, and also a, a giant ass line. Yes, mm, we should have called ahead. I forgot what li- oh, I forgot well. what live theaters like. Let's get in line now before it gets bigger. Yeah, is the line still in the lobby? Yeah. Um, All right. The line's still in Good. the lobby. Is the line mostly uh, neutral? Yeah, pretty much. Also, Neil's going to take this opportunity to eavesdrop on the people talking in line so he can see what the recent happen-haps are in the town. Yeah. Scott had considered doing that in the diner, but it was teens. What are they now? Teens! Oh my god, did you hear what a slut Jennifer was? She totally slept with Brad. And I know that she's something of a size queen, but Jesus, have you seen Brad's dick lately? Like, he's got little spots on it and everything. I would never in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> is that really the news have you seen brad's dick lately <laughs> that's the news for the girl in front of you <laughs> everyone give me notice checks to find it to uh to overhear news that is not that not about brad uh, no dick. i rolled four fives that's apparently all the news i hear which is apparently the talk of the town well, you know about Brad's dick. I mean, obviously he gets around. He's got a little spot. God damn it! <laughs> Emma, Emma, refrain, like tries to restrain herself from, la- from from falling into a giggle fit. Using relationship with Manny since this is hearing in Manny good at had big ears. Way to make him feel self conscious. He didn't say that out loud. Way to make him- <laughs> hey, hey, Manny, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna think of you to make me hear better since you have big ears. Just thought you would know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think that's the second weirdest thing you've said to me. <laughs> uh, I got three tens. I get three ones. See? You also know about Brad's dick. You know, you know more than you, ever, you know more than you ever want to about Brad's dick. Um, Size, while, girth, color, spots. There's while... Color uh, and girth of spots. Number Neil, of spots. Neil and, uh, and Eld... Um, you guys, you guys uh, hear about uh, about how um, uh, Megacorp stocks have been raising, actually, like skyrocketing. Um, and there's one, there's one guy who, happen, who happens to actually be uh, that works in the corporate office, and you hear how he's how he's kind of uh, blathering on 
to this young woman that he's brought to the theater with him, who is not at all interested in... in, in, in uh, Does he sound like a total douchebag? Sounds like a total douchebag. Oh, you should really see my stock options. They're just through the roof. Let honey. me do some insider trading with you. And he's just... <laughs> you know what I mean. He's just talking about how... Uh, he's not even, not even making sexual euphemisms or anything. He's just like... He's just talking about how fucking rad this uh, this deal is that they've been making. Um, about how, uh, how how most of their business has been overseas, um, has been overseas and on the West Coast, but now they're finally starting to make it into the Midwest and may, might actually be, uh, be be opening their their uh, their first um, store on the East Coast. What store? Where? Neil's not going to ask. Are you going to try and see if he says that? Uh, well, Neil, three tens. You know. Um, it's probably going to be uh, in the vicinity of um, Sparta, Georgia. Um, Sparta? I haven't heard of that place since the 20s. The, uh, the, he, he, he mentions that, um, that, there's this, that, that there's this place in, uh, in Indiana they're thinking of, but... Uh, <laughs> it kind of got nuked. They've been, they've been thinking about it, and they got nuked. And also, they have that anti-big box policy. Yeah, it's like they've been having a hard time getting anything in there. That was that was that was their first option. They ended up going with Sparta. Also, every black book owns everything out down there. They got monopoly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you find out that uh, Megacorp has has been expanding recently and expanding very well. You also are now acutely aware of the fact that they have a lot of overseas stores and are doing better in other countries than they are in America. Well, what? yeah, I mean... Any countries mentioned by name? Countries by name? Yeah. No, he doesn't mention any countries by name. He, he just basically said, he's basically mentioned offhandedly that, that, that they're doing better overseas than they are here. Yeah, we're doing really great in Mesopotamia. You know, I would go deeper into it, but I really don't want to bore you with the semantics and everything of it. So, when they said I couldn't close the McCarthy deal, I marched right in that office and signed a few papers, stamped some things, sent a fax, and went home for an evening, and found out a week later that I closed the McCarthy deal. <laughs> 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 uh, that's, like, so interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, you buy, you're buying me popcorn, right? And make sure there's not but too much butter on it, because I, I, you know, gotta watch my figure. Uh. Oh, you should see the figures I put down today. My goodness. Let me tell you, there were seven <laughs> of them, all better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to take a look at my investment yeah. portfolio? Everything that's been happening right now, canon. <laughs> She's also been the one who's talking about uh, Brad Dick. No, no, it wasn't her. That was her. That was her <laughs> no, in so that was, that was a girl meeting. That was her sister. The news is spread. Uh, she's, the, 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 these, these two are a little further up in line. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys end up uh, finally getting to the front of the line where you, you buy tickets. Um, you're, you're, uh, the, the, the tickets are expensive if you want to have dinner, not expensive if you Good thing we already had dinner. Yeah. Um, you guys, you guys, uh, you guys, um, Get tickets uh, for the uh, the, um, the the uh, the the murder mystery um, murder at the Baker Street Cafe. Mm-hmm. Here, there's a dog there. Really, really weird thing you just said. Yeah, kind of. I didn't even get the reference. Uh, we had to wait, read that uh, Sherlock Holmes thing in school. Found the Baker Street. 
I don't really remember. Baskervilles? I think that's what oh, you're wait. Hound, oh, Hound of the Baskervilles? Yeah. yeah, that's what you're thinking. I, I remember there was something involving a Baker Street, though. I don't... It didn't involve mice and Disney movie and cartoons. What movie was it? Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> hey, I was a oh. kid once, too. Oh, yeah, that that was what I was thinking of. Good job. Because we watched that in school, too. Y'all step on inside. Uh, y'all step on inside the theater. And uh, the, the, the theater has been repurposed. The theater has been repurposed so that um, for, for a uh, dinner theater, um, there is a big stage uh, set up for the actors. And surrounding the stage are multiple tables. All of you were given table numbers when you get your tickets. And you go to your table number. You sit down. Um, water is free. Uh that, that that's just complimentary. complimentary. Um, Good filtered Alaskan water too. Yep. I don't. I don't know. Melted from an iceberg right outside of port. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, this is Alaska. They have glaciers. You're drinking. You dr- you every every drop of delicious water. It was some polar bear's home. Yep. All those straight off the glacier. Thanks, global warming. Thanks, um, Obama. Also, Scott Scott evaluates uh, Scott evaluates his '80s action movie logic and tries to figure out how useful this table, what 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 level of cover this table could provide in the course of a firefight. Uh, pretty good, actually. If you needed to, if you needed to to, uh, to slam this table over, uh, it's a pretty heavy table. You, it could probably um, withstand um, probably withstand some some uh, some some some, uh, some some bullet fire. Uh, it'll hide behind it for a little while, but it's going to chip away eventually. Yeah. Generally from the top and and and, uh, and down, because it never because they never actually bore a hole in the middle. It never happens. Nope. Hey, God, I saw you looking at that table. Thinking what I'm thinking. Maybe I don't know. I haven't learned. I haven't learned telekinesis yet. Or Did you telepathy. notice you're looking at a table? Because I know where people are looking. <laughs> you just got watched the eyes. Oh well, yeah, where am I looking? You know, I don't know that. <laughs> 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 Admittedly, he probably finds it a lot harder without combat senses directing, gi- giving giving him an exact ray of where they're looking now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> giving him a vision cone. Um, the uh, the play starts about uh, half an hour after you guys sit down. Um, you find out. Uh, do you, you guys read a little pam- pamphlet on the introduction? Yeah, the he reads the program, finds out who's uh. Uh, he will take out his monocle not to search for bad guys, but just to look proper. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Um, he is considering when he gets back home, getting a whole like uh, bop outfit to make sure to you know compliment the uh, monocle <laughs> for when he attends the governor's ball. Hey, for bop is for, coming for, back. For, for when he wants Edsu to smack him in the back of the head. No, he just gotta do the right type of thought. So it's you gotta pop, wear so a, a frilly shirt state. so you look like a pirate. <laughs> you gotta be a disorganized pop so you can uh, make it fashionable. So, um, what you guys you guys read about the play? Uh, it was actually written um, here in Ithaca um, and performed uh, in 1985, and it's it's, it's first performance. Hmm. Um, it's. A fan is sort of a, uh, a, a uh, an Ithaca favorite. Um, a lot of people, if if, if anyone who's anyone who's been uh, born and raised in Ithaca generally knows what happens. Though the uh, the comedy of the performance itself 
keeps people coming back for multiple for uh, multiple different renditions of it. You guys find out this is definitely a murder mystery comedy. Um, actually, very well written, uh, and the mystery itself is kind of hard to figure out. Want to try and give me an outthink to figure it out? You can. What's the name of the play, by the way? It's the Murder at Mur- oh, Murder at Baker, Baker Street Cafe. And who was it? Did the pamphlet say who it was written by? Uh, it was um, actually written by a, a student, um, a young kid um, in, in uh, Ithaca Junior High. Um, it was uh, it was it was penned by the writing club though itself, um, and then honed by that student uh, over the years after 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 the first surprisingly good performance. Using a relationship with uh, Emma because she's kind of detective. Three, four, I think. Uh, two sevens. Two nines. Let's see. Oh wow, Scott actually got two tens for Who Done It. All right. Uh, but mark, mark it in the I chat. Did. All right. Uh. I'll- Eld is not apparently not paying very close attention to the play. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, the uh... <laughs> I, I need to make note of this just because I rolled it and it's too funny. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie figures it out. <laughs> she figures it out by the end <laughs> of the first exactly act. What's going on? And there are four acts. How did you know, Kagiko? He smells off, but they're actors. <laughs> <laughs> His body language indicated that he was the mirror. Um, actually, one second. Uh, one second, uh, Are you looking up the answer, the mirror? Huh? No, I, I have, I have it down, but uh, you guys. I, I, I forgot to mention. Uh, I, I actually I actually can mention who the writer of the play is. Just real quick. Um, uh, the uh, the the play was. Uh, uh, let's see. Let me just find this character's last name. Why did I fail to write that down? Probably just tell it to Matt. Like Scott would know who it is. Matt's good at. Matt already knows more than. Sounds than he. so belligerent. Scott would probably know who he is. No, Scott wouldn't. I said that. Yeah, but I'm the only person. I'm the only oh, person uh, okay, for sorry. which these names would have any sim. It would have any meaning. Um, yeah, I, I listened into one the one live game you did of that. Okay, so uh, right, um, it's uh, Cassandra Benton. Benton was the was 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 the writer. Mm. Um. A girl who was uh, in the writing club, uh, and the writing club to to, to, uh, to help her pen this and make it uh, make make it actually really good. Um, so uh, the uh, the um, so what happens is there is a uh, the ca- the the cafe um, goes dark. Uh, it's just a normal day at the cafe. It goes dark. Um, it's there's 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 lightning um, out, out 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 that night. 
Um, power is lost um, in Ithaca. Uh, and when the power comes back on, um, the, uh, the coffee shop owner is dead. Um, he's just, he, 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 he's, he's just, uh, dead in the middle of the room. Um, the problem that everyone encounters soon after is that they can't go to the police because all of them might very well be suspects in this person's murder. And none of them actually want to be suspects. Um, a, uh, kind of, uh, mousy young woman, um, convinces everyone of that. He did it. Is this like the trouble with Harry? <laughs> The 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 mousy the mousy young woman does uh, kind of insist that they should figure out who did it here um, because uh, there's no evidence that uh, because because all of them happen to have uh, ha- happen to, uh, to to have methods with which to kill this man as he was stabbed um, and uh, then a uh, then a, uh, a kind of businessy like young man. Uh, starts to explain, um, starts start to try, tr- starts trying to figure it out, um, and they draw it down the line. And uh, yes, all we figured out it actually was the mousy girl who did who who uh, who, who did it. Um, but her, why? Her reasoning was uh, because her father o- a- a- originally owned this 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 uh, this coffee shop. It was uh, originally owned a coffee shop like this at this location. Um, and it was taken over, it was bought out, um, and her family went in, her family fall, fell into poverty so, shortly after, uh, and she was there to exact vengeance. She regretted nothing. One of the things Kagiko, Kagiko's reasons were completely, like, she suspected that girl for completely, like, reasons that are a mystery unto everyone but herself. <laughs> yes. Um... In a way, yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, for dinner theater written by a junior high student, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's actually, the plot itself is kind of silly, but the, uh, the writing itself actually got refined over the years. I assume it's, is, it's a murder mystery on par with Clue. Essentially, yeah. It's mainly meant to be a comedy. Yeah. Only there's not flames, three endings. Flames oh. on the side of my face. What? Clue, the movie Clue. I don't remember that line. Hannah knows. Um, by the time that uh, the play is over, um, the, the 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 theater house, you know, they, they love it. A lot of people have seen this play at least once before. It's it's just it's just a funny play. Um, the time it's over, uh, it's around uh, nine o'clock. All right, probably we need to go back. Gonna go back to the hotel. Yeah, that'd probably yeah. be a good idea. All right, uh, you guys head on, uh, head on, head on back to the hotel. Um, nothing really stops you. All right, Scott takes this opportunity to get out his uh, to get out his packet of uh, divination spell. Start trying to grind that out. Well, uh, first, when you get back to the hotel, uh, you find that, uh, that someone has opened the door. No, hand on invisible sword. The door, the, the door is not locked. He left us. Left it. Hand on gun. <laughs> not invisible gun. Hand on nothing because he just summons his weapon from thin air. Hand on Kagako. 
Daniel <laughs> 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 just sniff around. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Scott will draw the invisible sword. Eddie, uh, and make it no. He just keeps it invisible. That way they're cut by phantom force. <laughs> Ed, Ed, Eddie refrains from, uh, from, from, from smoking his last cigarette. Is, uh, is it just one room that's open or both? It's uh, just one room that's open. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean much since they're connected, but. You uh, open, open the door to his room. Is the door between the rooms uh, closed? Yeah. You will just get up next to that door and listen to see if anyone's inside. Yeah, I'll go, Kageko, can you uh, sense anyone in there? I can, yes. It's familiar. Familiar? Yes. Eld will, yeah, he'll kind of look around and then cautiously open the unlocked door. Neil will synchronize with opening the uh, side door. All right. You guys guys, uh, open the door, synchronizing it, uh, and you see there appears to be a boy in his uh, mid-teens relaxing on, on one of the beds. There's a magazine open. Reading it, just espionage weekly. <laughs> you immediately doubt the credibility of this magazine. Um, he uh, appears to be wearing a uh, a Catholic school uniform. Um, has pale, like freakishly white skin, grayish, uh, short grayish hair. You forgot to lock the door. Oh, hello. Uh, that was intentional. Did you, was it intentional to alarm us? Not so much that, but if you're on your guard, then you're on your guard. Mm, I should. I suppose it's. But be- I suppose it was. I suppose it would be better for them to be on their guard if one of them came back without me, huh? Yep. Scott checks the business card from the wizard, sees what his hours are. The uh, business card from the wizard, you see uh, his hours... Uh, 8 to 6, Monday through Friday. Pretty much. Alright, he'll, no- he'll make a note to call to call that guy and ask for a spell of warding. Keep <laughs> uh, yeah, racking up that debt with a wizard. It's better to be in debt than to be dead. <laughs> True enough. So, but, you're exactly right, Eld. I was, huh? This Does place really mean- is... The heart of Megacore. Yeah, it seems that way. Though at least it doesn't look like it's one of those cases where the whole town is in on it. I'm guessing most of the people here just work for them like they'd work for anyone else. Though a couple of them uh, do have malintent, Neil says as he, you know, begins uh, spinning around his monocle on a chain. Well, that would make sense, especially given the fact that they're all here probably to kill or worse any of us yep hmm. if that's their job then definitely they're going to have malintent yeah doesn't help that we kind of were tasked to kill their leader I don't think they know that Change yet though. Sword. yeah it's got sheaths this invisible sword uh, it takes a few tries yeah help. <laughs> you have to be help. really careful about it <laughs> maybe D invisible yeah he takes, uh, takes the of... wand out of his sleeve and uninvisibles everything you see the glowing blade of actually yeah how does it how does it look Ithaca. now that we're not in um, mystery shadowlands anymore uh, it's it's just like a really really well polished sword I mean when you're when you're holding it it doesn't look like it's magical or anything it's still this 
it has, it has, engra- it has like uh, engravings along the uh, the flat parts mm-hmm. of the blade, but it still looks like a sword that a king would. What was it? What's engraved in the blade anyway? It's just Greek, something in Greek. You don't read Greek. It's all Greek to you. It, it is literally all Greek to you. None of you know how to read Greek. Yeah. Actually, you know. Yeah, no, Eld would not know how to read Eld Greek. Neil might know. No. You don't you know, know how to read ancient Greek. Okay, ancient Greek, no. This is not the character that I can justify knowing random languages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I, gar- you know I, gu- I guarantee you another character does by now. <laughs> yeah, he knows, like, probably fragments of uh, all he needs to know about uh, modern Greek, but probably not ancient. Yeah, this is, this, this is, this is ancient Greek script. <laughs> it was written in the time of Odysseus. Uh, the time of legends! No, really. A tale of swords, eternally retold. <laughs> no, 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 that's the uh, 1600s. Look, it's retold, it happened before. Eternally retold. So, Eld? Yeah? I know you were out and about today. I know that you need my help. And I'm glad that you're willing to help. But I told my sister that I'm out on a school field trip and that it would only take me a day. Then we better get moving, huh? Right. Oh, a little late right now, and I'm very weary about the idea of doing things at night. So tomorrow morning, if you'd like to get moving. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Oh, I apologize. I don't think I've been introduced to any of you. Oh. Oh. I think we some of them... remember when you got kidnapped and we kind of rescued you. Right, I do remember you guys were fat. <laughs> I'm zero. I... Hi. Like the number? That's it, yes. Cool. How many? Uh, let's see here. Manny and Scott can give me remember checks. Okie doke. Uh, Two tens. As can Neil, actually. Alright, uh. Uh, what? Remember checks? Okay. Yeah. Uh, two twos. I mean, two tens. That's the opposite of two twos. Yes, it is. Uh, eights. No, it really isn't. Alright, all of you, you remember his voice from beyond just Neil and Manny from beyond uh, the uh, the point where you saved his life. Not having hearing his voice for the second time. You think you recall hearing it in Troy? Were you at a Halloween party? The number also rings a bell, rings a bell with you. Yeah, no. Um... Zero just kind of uh, clears his throat. Puts uh, Espionage Weekly back in front of his face. Unfortunately, his picture's on the cover. There are, he may have there made are, that magazine himself. No. There are levels of irony in place. The trick to Espionage Weekly is it's all in code, so to get any real information out of it, you already need to have espionage training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually, this is a magazine he actually reads. Doesn't make it himself. Actually, no, the real trick to Espionage Weekly is that the real espionage information is actually in uh, the... the uh, It's in between the pages. Uh, no, what's the name of the... What's the name of the... The Weekly World News. <laughs> That's actually how spies Bad communicate. Boy. Except yeah, Weekly they, World the News isn't published yet. anymore. <laughs> uh, they had to switch. The code got uncovered. <laughs> so, Eld informed me that... A couple of my fellow agents were taken and are possibly here. 
Right. Well, mm-hmm. we haven't found much of that, but I'm working on a way to find it. Yeah. So yeah, it just seems like a normal town. Uh, though well, there was uh, that warehouse that Neil said the Neil said that there were a lot yeah. of people with hostile intent leaving it. That'd be a good place to start looking around, I think. Sounds good. Get in that very easily in the day. But though, uh, Scott Vall, um, I would certainly help you uh, find your mother while you're here, right? Yeah, that's at least if you can't find her. There's another. There's a Liz I'm looking for. Liz Magia. Liz Magia. Hmm. Let me just do a little look for you. He uh, pulls out a cell phone, starts typing some things in. Do you think she might be somebody we've run into before? The name rings a bell. Yeah, well, the person who gave me this name was talking about her like she was some kind of illegal con- illegal informant. That is right. So she does live here. Though she's moved around a lot. Hmm. Currently, no this address. Hmm. Have you, uh. Have you tried any of. Uh. Contacts they might have? She might have? Your mother might have? That's the only one I know of. Well, do you know of any schools they went to? Do you know of they any. They went to the Ithaca Junior High back in the 80s. I wonder if she knew that uh, girl who wrote that play. She might, but we don't know if that person's still in town. Uh, no, but if she went to the junior high, uh, a local library or something might have yearbooks. True. That is true. That's something you could check. Um, if there's anyone still going to the junior high, that not going, there's anyone that still works at the junior high that might know her, might have contact with her. Anything along those lines. Mm, yeah, if there's a teacher that's been there for years or something, maybe some teachers do stay at teach in the same place. From for what a really I long from what times. I've heard, both her and the other Scott Fall um, both just kind of disappeared back in '85, though. Actually, no. You know that uh, Dimitris disappeared in '85 or '85. Uh, well, Scott kind of went off the map and the only the only other thing we have of him is a photo from the mid 90s well you know, you know actually uh, scott vall uh went and lived a normal life um but disappeared in his 20s dimitri smoothie disappeared in uh 85 plus 86 lived a normal short life <laughs> the picture you have of scott vall um, well, the last picture that was ever that, that was taken of him before he disappeared. Yeah. It was just some random surveillance photo or something. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the main people I know of, I mean, she disappeared back in the '80s, and he disappeared later, but he disappeared somewhere in the mid '90s. Hmm. I'm guessing probably anybody who knew them also disappeared. Well, I can also pull up. Talk on the phone a bit. The address, the former address of Michelle Vall Owen, and then Scott Vall, as well as the former Moody residence. 
Hmm. That's kind of interesting. There wasn't a Meiji residence until about the 90s. Hmm. Hmm. Blade, wasn't this supposedly someone who knew? Yeah, she... Uh, Scott's mother? Yeah. I think she moved around quite a lot. Currently no listed. But she must have, if she knew... Yeah, if she knew them, she had to live here. She, she, she had to have been here either in the 80s unless... She changed her name. That or unless she had contact with her sometime after. I guess we can find out if we check in your book. So I guess that's what I can do for you. There's the library. There is the former residences of Mr. Vall and Ms. Moody. And I don't think the major residences are going to actually do you much good. No, they're not. She moves every year. Probably not the kind of person who leaves much behind when she goes, then. Yeah. So the library is your next move? I, yeah, I guess. That would be the best place to find information. Okay, well, that's for next morning. Uh, Al, what are you going to do? If Zinar can only be here for a day, then tomorrow, <clears throat> tomorrow, we need well, to the one we find out for right sure. Mm. So we can make the most of the rose day. Yeah, and that means, I'd appreciate that. <clears throat> well, you guys are researching tomorrow. I'm gonna need to uh, try and find. We need to. I need to find out for sure if our fellow agents are here, and if they are, we need to rescue them. Uh, I'll. <clears throat> I'll come back. I'll rejoin you when we're done if we don't get chased out of town by gun-toting men in suits. Um, Do you, like, need someone to go with you? Uh, Eld shakes his head. Uh, no, this this is my thing to take care of, and besides, uh, if it's just Zero, Kageko, and I, we probably have a good chance of being able to get things done undetected. Alright. On that note, Eld's going to size Zero up and see how well he thinks he'd fit in the jumpsuit. Uh, <laughs> I'd be a little loose on him. Zero's smaller than you. Because it occurs to him that <clears throat> if they need to get in somewhere without drawing attention, if Zero wears the jumpsuit and Eld and Kageko hide in his shadow... Zero could fit in the jumpsuit, just be a little loose on him. Yeah. Hmm. That might work. Keep swapping out the jumpsuit for whenever there's light or shadow. Alan, I'm not liking what you're thinking right now. I can't really be sure what you're thinking. I don't have telepathy, but I don't like it. <laughs> Is that what Zero's saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, if we need to get somewhere... Alright, so this is going to sound far-fetched even by our standards, I think, but he holds up the... He pulls the jumpsuit out of his bag and holds it up to him. Look, I got this jumpsuit from a very odd place, and um, if the person who's wearing it, everyone treats like they're just a janitor and therefore assumes they're going about their business. I figure if you wear this and Kageko and I hide in your shadows, we can probably sneak into most any most buildings that we would need to go into. 
without drawing much attention. I knew I wasn't going to like this. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'd wear it myself, if, but you can't very well hide in my shadow unless you would like to have Kagiko spend a lot of time close to Kagiko in a dark and confined area. I'm not even going to call for a notice check. <laughs> Wince. <laughs> he winces a little. <laughs> I think I'll go with the jumpsuit, thanks. I I thought you'd prefer that option, yes. So if we're going to be up early, we probably should go to sleep soon. Yeah. And Where's he sleeping? I guess in our room, Manny. Two and two? Yeah. All right. I'm sure the Neil's something of a secret agent. I'm sure you two can handle things professionally. Really? What's that mean? A uh, cherub. Yeah. You have that look in your eyes. Also the hair. And the build. Well, the hair's gone dark, and I traded my eyes to the, the devil. You still have the same Vietnam look in your eyes. Only a few kinds of kids get that. There's no way anyone will probably ask this in character, so I have to ask out of character. Does does he see it in Eld's eyes? Does he yes. see it in all of our eyes? Sort of, kind of, yes. Not many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not it doesn't Manny's. see Manny's eyes. <laughs> the joke that keeps on giving. We will never stop making this joke, even like... after 80 sessions of this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like in the Supernaturals, the Aria is deaf jokes never get old. <laughs> it's true. Um, Zero uh, gets out of the bed. So you have to tell me how you and why you got out of service. Smuggled. Smuggled? Okay. By who? Uh, my family unit leader smuggled my, uh, my father smuggled me and my sister out. Let's see. Cherub family units that went missing. Sort of, uh, looks up at the ceiling as if the answer is there. He looks up too. Oh, the answer is um, right there. 400 series? Uh, no, 600. It's close. You might have heard of my brother before me. I would assume he uh, would be... looks uncomfortable. <laughs> assume he'd be famous yeah, in certain type of circles. Newt? Yes, Newt. He waits for confirmation? Yeah. Hmm. So how like you are... How, how like him are you? Used to be a lot like, and we're almost different at night and day. It's a very stark, stark contrast. Believe me. He hasn't tried to kill me yet that I know about. Well, he was introduced to me as an agent, and you can never trust an agent. Believe me, I'm an agent. Mm. I trust you. He casually walks away. It's a good thing you get to share the bed with them, Neil. Eddie sort of quietly climbs into the bed with you. He kind of lays down. Hey, you okay? Yeah. You've been, like, really quiet. I'm cool, man. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just don't like this place. We'll be out soon, I guess. There's a plan. Yeah, I know. 
He turns over and uh, shuts his eyes. Sleep well. Yeah, you too, B. Yeah, man, he'll go to sleep back to back. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, for going to bed, I will tr- kind of turn to talk to Scott and Emma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scott is currently sitting there with like he's sitting. Scott, you're like sitting in bed with like all his like materials for magic. I assume there's a desk with a chair. <clears throat> yeah, there That's is. That's what he's sitting at next to the TV, the pay TV. I assume. Yeah, uh, Emma is at least sitting on the bed. She has the the, the initial with the, like the invisibility pamphlet open. She's just kind of not pamphlet uh, page up, and she's kind of looking at it. Hey, what's what's up? Um, sorry if it seems like I'm bailing on you tomorrow here. It's fine. I'm looking into our own way to pursue leads. Alright. For anything, if I didn't think someone, people's lives might be at stake, I wouldn't do something like this. Um, I know, like... You should maybe watch out for Eddie. I don't know. He's been very quiet lately. Well, he's afraid we're all going to die. Yeah, but... He seems pretty sure of that, too. Given the way he was talking, though, I half expected him to be constantly telling us not to do certain things, but he hasn't been saying much. Well, like like we found out, there's not a lot of people that are actually part of this conspiracy. I guess. Anyway, just be careful. You know, we're Target Code Zero, and I are good at quickly getting out of trouble if we need to. But it's really you guys I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, I am. I got my own trump card. Kind of rolls his sleeve back and taps on this. Taps on this. Uh spiked bracelet <laughs> spiked studded I can't remember what it is it's spiked yeah. badass I don't think Eld actually knows what that is so no he doesn't uh yeah he'll, he'll look a bit confused but then well I'll take your word for it then <laughs> I'm gonna bike your gig <laughs> I don't know Get, he might have asked about it before but given all the weird magical stuff flying around lately I mean, Scott now has a magic wand and a apparently magic sword, so I get having a magic bracelet isn't. He's a, just magic further of a leap. Out. <laughs> Scott he's an epic level. Scott what do you want? He's an epic level adventurer. Yeah, pretty he's got, much. He's, he's got magic shit. No, no. If he was he's epic, decked out with magic epic shit level to adventure. the nines. No, yeah. if he was an epic level adventurer, he'd be able to ride clouds. It's only epic level monk. And if you put 50 points well, into balance like an idiot. If you're a monk, why wouldn't you put 50 points into balance? You're not an idiot. Hopefully. <laughs> well, what if you want to be the Goku? That's not even being the Goku. I don't think Goku could just walk on clouds. He could fly. No, he had nim- the flying nimbus. No, we're there. not talking about this anymore. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Magic clouds don't count, by the way. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll put my phone on silent. Uh, you have my number, so give me a 
send me a message or call me if you need uh, me. I can't promise I'll answer if I'm in the middle of something, but mm-hmm. I understand. No, I understand. We'll keep the community phone on us. And Manny's got his phone too, right? Yeah. And Manny, Manny has his phone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Master, you should get some sleep. Yeah. Well, better go to bed early if we're going to be getting up early. El does not like waking up early. Master, would you like me to awaken you? If I don't wake up, yes, please. Very well, Master. Kaika lives on next to you. Yeah, and I'll go. I'm in bed. Go to sleep. Okay. Uh, Scott, you going to stay up for a little while longer to study this? Yeah, he's uh, going to try and figure it out so that they he can find other leads uh, once those other ones run dry tomorrow. Um, and maybe once people yeah. have, uh, once enough people have gone to bed, he considers, uh, he considers using the bracelet to try and call, to try and call Mon out and talk to her about possible things, but decides against it for the time being. Okay. I'm pissed off another demon. <laughs> she would be pretty mad if she ended up in Alaska, not What, he lie. just uses the bracelet <laughs> to send her home. She can only go, she can only go where that thing goes. <laughs> We'd have to wait for you to get back to Troy. <laughs> it could take weeks. Yeah. Um. But admittedly, admittedly, written inside of it is her true name, right? Yep, that's how you summon her places. You have to, yeah, he might. He puts. He makes a mental note to call the wizard and find a way. See if he can. He's, he's going to call the wizard and also get a, some kind of communication spell. He knows her t- signature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, he'll let he he he'll, he'll, he needs to be able to send her things to let her know that she may be needed. There's there, there's 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 a point in the night where uh, you feel uh, Emma kind of come up behind you. She puts her arms around your shoulders, lean, lean, leans uh, side of her head against yours. Hey Scott, right. we should get we should get dad. Yeah. Um, I know it's been kind of. A little paranoid, but it was nice to actually do fun stuff today. Yeah, this has strangely been the least intense part of our journey. <sighs> Alright. And he takes all the stuff, puts it back in the plastic bag, and puts that back in his backpack. Make sure to okay. get all of it, make sure to get all the shit clean before going to bed. Okay. Yeah, you can clean up, set everything next to the bed. Uh, Emma crawls into bed next to you and then yeah. cuddles up next to you. Yeah, he cuddles her back. They go to sleep in each other's arms. Yeah, pretty much. And of course he keeps the he keeps the, the sword um, in its scabbard upright next to the nightstand. Well, just yeah, in case. And his, and his wand close by. Also, just in case. <laughs> Try shooting me with when you're invisible. Yep. Wait, what? Also, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the wizard. Uh, if if uh, the wizard uh, told you not to not, not to invisible your wand, but don't invisible your wand. You'll never fucking yeah, find the thing. It's kind of hard to tap it on itself. <laughs> it's kind. It's like the remote control to your TV. You'll just 
You lose it, you lost forever. Yeah. He speaks from experience. <laughs> <laughs> the worst prank for Wizard to play another prank is to, is to turn another Wizard's wand invisible. God damn it. Manny, give yeah. me a health sense check. Oh, that's not good. In my sleep? Yep. Mm, two sixes. You start to stir. Something feels really weird. You feel really weird. Why do I feel really weird? He gets, he sits up. Alright, you sit up in bed. Uh, the weirdness feel, the weirdness is kind of drawing you outside. Like, it feels like it's outside. Not like right outside of your door, but outside of, uh, outside, out in Ithaca somewhere. But it's really strong. Can you look out the window? Yeah, you can look out the window. You don't see anything. He throws his shoes on and kind of looks back at everyone sleeping in the room and then quietly gets out the door. Okay. Um, slink outside. Uh, and, uh, give me a notice check. Alright. Three twos. Tons of twos tonight. Three twos. Well, you really need to succeed here with you're already making your health check. Um, you, uh, you, it kind of sounds like there's a storm at sea, but when you look up, there's no clouds in the sky. Sea? Yeah. Being drawn towards the sea? Yeah. Do I know how close it is? Or just- uh, it's just, it's just a few blocks. A few blocks to get to the dock. He's gonna be really on guard, given that he's it's in the middle of the fucking night. <laughs> okay. Um give me another notice check as you get closer. Alright. Uh, then another health sense check. Okay. Notice is two fours. Health sense I'm actually gonna throw in my beast instincts because he's on guard. Health sense is three nines. Okay. I'll also call you. Give me a courage check. Oh. Okay. Four threes. Okay. You don't see what's in the water, but as you approach the docks, because um, uh, the way Ithaca's, uh, the way Ithaca's, uh, Ithaca works, it has these sheer cliffs on the south side of the town that just drops into the ocean, but the cliffs kind of descend a bit um, or, or kind of uh, way down a bit until. Um, it's less cliffs and more direct connection to the beach, and that's where the dock is. Uh, and as you kind of go to the, walk the downward slope to the docks, you stop, frozen in place for a moment, as you feel the strongest thing you've ever felt in your life. I realized what a bad idea this was. All you know is that it's coming from the ocean. It's all you know. But it is the single most powerful thing you've ever felt. More than the shopkeeper? More than the shopkeeper. Oh. The shopkeeper may live in all men's hearts. The shopkeeper has only been alive as long as a man has. What you feel from the ocean feels like something much older. It's going to stay frozen in place for a bit before he can finally find the courage to back away without really turning his, taking his back, turning his back on the ocean. He's not going to do that. 
there's a brief moment where you think you where you think you saw something in the water. You don't really know. He doesn't really want to stick around and find out. He'll back up until the ocean is out of view and then briskly walk back to the hotel without, right. you know, not running to get attention to himself, but he's got to get away from that. Yeah, you turn to the hotel. When you uh, when you get there, you see Eddie's actually standing outside. <gasps> Dude. Hey, babe, what's up? You scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Oh, fuck. Dude, what's up? I, we can't do this. We can't do this. I have to get him out of here. Fucking told you, P. Seriously, man, there ain't no way we can do this without getting ourselves killed. Mm. What am I gonna do? I don't know, man. He's worked so hard, but that... I've never felt so insignificant as I did standing in front of the ocean just now. Whatever's in there, it's a lot worse than anything we've ever seen before, and I I don't want anything bad to happen to Scott. This whole trip, I've just been been feeling like worse and worse and weirder and weirder as we get closer and closer to this place. I just woke up, and I felt like drawn to it. And I had to see, but when I did, uh, fuck. I don't know what to do. Well, what can I do is get everyone out of here. Yeah. But what if, what if they refuse? I don't know, B. If they ain't gonna, then... It's like I told you, B. At least, at least you and me can leave, man. We know what's up. I can't. I can't leave him. Fuck, I can't leave him. I can't leave him here by himself. I can't leave him alone. He's like one of the only friends I got left. One of our real friends, I guess. I don't know how much it matters, but... I mean, if you got me, too. I don't want to see anything bad happen to you, either. I mean, if I could, I'd do anything to help everybody. But I don't think there's anything I could do against this. How about one just try again? You know, try and get them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll let them sleep first thing in the morning. Sounds good. <sighs> And he opens the door for you. He trudges back inside. And he comes back in, climbs back into the bed. Man, he doesn't really sleep for the rest of the night. Alright, um, I'll say that if you don't sleep for the rest of the night, um, you do, you do hear zero when he gets up. 
Um, and uh, Eld. Yep. Uh, you you wake up with a soft feeling on your lips. Yeah. I'd, Zero. <laughs> I flutter open. Realizing that Kai could kissed you. Yeah. Yeah, he kisses her back. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. mister. Good morning. Did you sleep yeah. well? Mm. I slept alright, considering everything, I guess. Are you prepared to go? Mm. Just give me a minute to get ready here and I'll be good to go. Very well. Do you wish to wake the others before you go? He kind of glances over. It's gotten him up here to be asleep. Then shakes his head. They have their own day ahead of them, and it's not necessary that they get up this early. If they can, if they want to sleep, then they're more than welcome to. Very well, Master. That's. I said what I needed to say last night. Very well, Master. Gonna get up and start getting ready. Uh, yep. You uh, you see zero in the room. Yeah, uh, kind of gives you a nod and then motions outside and then he's gone. Yeah. Manny's gonna sit up. Manny, it's just uh, you in this room with uh, Eddie and Neil. Can he look to see if Eld's still there? Eld is in the other room. Yeah, Can like you look in the other. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, you would have to. Open, open. Yeah, uh, you see, Eld is currently getting ready to go. Hey. Oh, you're up. Oh, hello, Manny. Yeah. Is everything okay? No. Uh, if you want to talk, I can. Should we talk outside? Maybe. I'll meet you out there. Yeah, okay. Now when you get ready, you quietly step outside. Zero has a candy cigarette. Makes him look cool, so he says. Makes him look silly, but he doesn't believe Eld. Eld suspects he does not really believe it makes him look cool. Made up the, the candy cigarettes are delicious. Also illegal in some states. It's true. I don't. I don't, I don't know their, legal, their, their legality in Alaska. I'm pretty sure Zero wouldn't give a damn. Yeah, yeah. He, he fully suspects he doesn't. All right, Manny, you step outside soon after. He pretty much looks like he's seen a ghost. <laughs> All right. Uh... What's up? Oh, it's he coming along too? Uh, I don't think so. I think he just wants to talk for a minute. Oh, please make it fast. Yeah. In case. Right, times of the essence. Right. Y- yeah. Mm. Dude, I understand that there's, there's stuff you gotta do. There's, like, lives on the line and junk, but... I gotta get Scott out of here. We can't. We can't do this. We can't mm. stay here. And I don't want to leave you behind either. What happened? Hey. 
I, th- I think I saw what we're up against. <laughs> oh? What was it? I didn't get a good look, but I, I could feel it. I could feel it in, like, every little part of me. It's not anything that we could ever handle. It's not anything that I've ever seen before. It's... I see. Every Everything that we've ever fought, everything that's ever given us problems that we've gotten out of, nothing compared to this. Well, if... Odysseus was right. We're up against something that people worshipped as a god once, uh, once anyway. It might, it might be that a god, you know. I can't explain what it felt like. Man is powerful and old, like like the soul of the sea itself. I just stared out, looking like an idiot. Mm. It felt so small. Like there's no way. There's no way. I'm sorry I've been a jackass as the trip goes on. I'm sorry I've I've just been feeling so weird as the closer and closer we get. I think I think the stress is getting to all of us. It's fine, Manny. I I can't tell you guys what to decide here one way or the other, but I, I just want to assure you if you guys need to get out do it. Just send me a text and let me know. Um, Kaikiko and I can certainly, Kaikiko, Zero, and I can all certainly get around well. Uh, so don't worry about leaving us behind. We can get out if we need to. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Zero, Zero is just like, and I really don't plan on fighting anything. Once our business is concluded here, I'm leaving. Yeah, I would rather not turn this into a giant brawl to say the least if we can if we can get find the others and get them out before anybody knows what's happened i'm perfectly all right with that if it did come down to fighting dude it wouldn't be a brawl it'd be like a <laughs> fucking massacre well that looks a little uncomfortable but i'm not unfamiliar with those sorry it's fine I just wanted to let you know. Thanks. I hate to come all this way to turn back now and disappoint Scott, but I, I don't want anything bad to happen. At the... Again, you do what you have to, but... I don't think leaving necessarily means it's going to end. This person is looking for Scott and has been for a long time, it sounds like. I don't... If, you know... I understand if it's something you think you can't, you guys think you can't take care of, but if you can, I don't think it's ever going to leave. I don't think it's just going to go away. You're right. It's not an easy decision one way or another. And I don't think in this case there really is a right or wrong decision. You just have to Oh, at the risk of sounding cliche, do what your heart tells you, you know? Alright. Talk to Scott when he wakes up. Mm. Whatever happens will happen. If you do not leave, please be careful. I don't want to see any harm come to you. 
Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Okay. Good luck, you guys. You too. You as well. Manny? Yeah? You will not find it strange if I hug you, will you? No. <laughs> she, she gives you a hug. He hugs back. Really? Just be careful. You and me. You too. One of my only friends. You're a really good friend. She nods and smiles a little and then... And then uh, Zero's just like... No, I really do hate to break this up. But. No, yeah, we've spent enough time. Sorry, Manny. We gotta get you. <laughs> it's fine. Take care. You too. And just want you to know that everyone makes mistakes, but I do ultimately think you're a good kid. Thanks. Then I'll give him a smile and then yeah, turn and head off with Zero. They've got a myth. They've got a mission to do. You guys, head off. Begin your mission. Man, you, you watch them go. You turn the corner and they're gone. I'll go back in the room and sit on bed until someone else wakes up. Okay. Neil, you're the next to wake up. How the hell did he get up without waking me? Pro as hell agent. Gets up, stretches, uh, goes over to shake Manny awake. He's sitting in bed. Uh, do you do you do you actually say that that out loud? What? The the uh, how how did how did he how did he uh, get out without noticing me? Yeah. Without me noticing. Uh, you actually when when you say that actually you hear Eddie who who looks like asleep right now. Looks like he's asleep. He has his eyes closed, but he seems to be awake. Dude's light as a feather. And yet stiff as a board. It's uh. It's a bad pun, by the way. Was it a pun? Uh, all right. Light oh. powers. Uh, yeah. You guys are up surprisingly early. Now. Let's wake up Scott and Emma so we can start the investigation. Uh, I kind of just want to let him sleep, dude. We have the m- more time we have on the investigation, the quicker we can get it done, and the less time they have, you know, time to zero in on a location. Or Try and kidnap. Just go, dude. Alright, now i wake them up. No, I mean just go. Yeah, I'm gonna wake them up. Home. What do you mean? Eddie sits up in bed. Place is death trap, dude. As you told me. Man, I saw why. Huh? Go ahead and wake Scott up. Alright. He goes and knocks on the, uh, the uh, in-between door. Yeah, knock on the in-between door. Scott, you hear it knocking on the wooden door. Scott uh, takes his takes his wand in one hand and his sword in the other. Hey, you guys, decent. Yeah. Eh. I'm. I'm decent. We weren't sleeping alone here. Yeah. It's uh, fine. Uh, he goes over. Uh, goes over. Sometimes I don't know what is decent with you. You people. What do you mean, you people? Anyway, goes over, unbolts, unbolts door, opens it. Yeah. yeah. You also notice that uh, L isn't here. Where's Connor? Huh? <sighs> they must have already left. Guess so. Um. Anyone talk with us about leaving? Hmm. I don't know. Apparently, he saw something and it kind of spooked him. I haven't. He hasn't talked to me about anything. Oh. It. Just talking, okay? Yeah, alright. 
Uh, okay. Emma gets out of bed and walks into the room. Manny, what's up? I don't know if we can do this. I'm sorry. It's not a matter of... Well, wait, what? First off, what? And second, it's not really a matter of can or can't. We kind of made a lot of promises. Yeah, but, dude... You you don't know. This isn't like anything ever. What do you mean? Back when we saw that Odysseus guy? He was right, man. It's a god. So? We've killed gods before. Oh, you don't understand. This is nothing like any of those guys. What? This feeling. It's completely overwhelming and it like makes me sick. I saw it last night. You saw the Leviathan? Yeah, I guess. I went to the ocean. Something felt like it was calling me there. It was dragging me there. I woke up in the middle of the night and I just walked. That's not good. I felt it. Well, I guess it knows we're here then. It sounds like it's trying to scare us. It's doing a pretty good job. I'm telling you, all that stuff that we came across when we got here, all that stuff that we've ever come across in our fucking crazy lives, this is, this is like a whole different level. Look, I made a lot of promises to a lot of people. I can't Man. turn back. You're going Not to like die. Manny, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want anything bad to happen. Manny, did you think when Odin was still around that we could actually beat him? This is worse than Odin. But back then, before when that was all you knew. Just saying. I'm just saying. I remember what Odin felt like, and I know what this feels like. But I'm not saying if this is more powerful than Odin. I'm saying back when you all you knew was that. You think we could have won it? Did you think we had a chance in hell against him? I don't know, maybe a little. Definitely didn't feel as hopeless as this does. It's trying to make you feel hopeless. It yeah. When it called you out, if it to show vulnerability, called you out to get you and I guess us to leave, everyone but Scott at least. I don't want anything bad to happen, but I know if we stay here, something bad is gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen if we leave too. Yeah. Do you really think it's gonna stop here? I don't know. We're right now at a part. We pull back now. We've lost it, our chance at getting it while it's vulnerable. There is no vulnerability, dude. You don't get it. It's everything. It's like everything. It, and it's gonna keep being everything. Any, everything has a everything has a vulnerability. <laughs> Nothing's invincible. Not me. Not you. Not it. What about God? Like I said, we've killed a god. Like this. And that's not. God and it's all powerful omnipotent. If it was, it would already have Scott. It has rules. It can't just it's you know, not powerful enough to just come up and take over the entire world by brute force. Yeah. I don't want to leave you behind. I don't want to leave you here. I got my mission. I got my promises to keep. Manny, if you want to leave... I can't leave you guys. The only friends I've got left, really. Uh, you got... Do I have yeah, 
Think about it. Caleb. But I can understand uh, if you want to stay or go. Yeah. But you gotta make sure gotta make sure your heart's in it. My heart's not in any decision. <laughs> Y'all realize it ain't too late. It is. Promises are all of us. What do you think's gonna happen if, if we leave? Yeah, it's gonna find Scott eventually. And now you know then, since then we turn. Can be ready for it. We're as ready for it as we're getting. Yeah. I don't think there's any more ready we could be against this. I think it was the words of Beowulf. If there's no, if there's no armor that will protect me from this creature, then I will wear no armor. Plus, become. I don't want this thing coming to Troy. Things are always messed up, uh, messed up as they are down there. This stuff coming there will just make things worse. Let me all stay here. How many futures they have you seen that where where someone ha- wasn't eventually killed? Those are the worst kind of futures. But I mean, think about every future you haven't seen. That's the possibility for success. I'll stay with you. Stay with you to the end, dude. Yeah. And like Neil said, if I wanted us gone, it would have taken care of us already. Well. I was implying that it's not all powerful. Yeah. Definitely the most powerful thing we face. I'm not gonna deny it. But it has its own reason to be afraid. And, you know, everything is the most powerful thing you faced until you met, met the next thing. Are you saying there's always a bigger fish? I guess. Oh, come on, don't make sea puns. Seemed the, mo- seemed the oh. most fitting. Plus. I mean, we might have already met that that whole nothing thing that we met in. Yeah, I don't know. We'll be wish play around one day. Well, well, I got a me. No, I got a meeting with a wizard or a teleconference, and then there's some leads we can pull up. Definitely. Yeah. All right. He did give me a few spells, and I'm hoping he'll give me a few more. Hopefully we haven't soured our business relationship too much already. Hey, um, sorry. It's fine. It's just, it's just the closer we've been getting to this place, the worse and worse off I've been feeling. I've been feeling a lot of weird stuff lately, too. It's just getting to me, I guess. So I'm sorry for acting like a jerk. It's fine. I don't think you're acting like. I don't know what's wrong. I don't think you're me. acting like a jerk. We all act like jerks sometimes. But I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll be wherever you want me to be, and I'll go wherever you want me to go, Scott. We're in this till the end. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. We're here. I'm in this with Scott. No matter what. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I gotta. He'll check the time. It's about uh, 8.30 right now. Alright, looks like I can call our wizard friend. That'll give me right. a few. That'll give me something to help. Okay. Um. Maybe everyone will start getting ready to go. Yeah, let's, I don't we all get breakfast. Yeah, that diner seems like it'll probably be good. 
and cheap. I think they ha- they probably have pancakes. Probably. Oh yeah. I don't really feel like eating, dude. Gotta do some. Gotta eat something. You can have my bacon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Scott, you gonna call a wizard? He's gonna call a wizard. He's got some things he wants. Right. He's got a he's got a spell he definitely wants to get before he uh gets out to the uh well before he leaves his room. Okay. Also, someone's really blowing. Sorry, that was me. Um. Uh. So, all right, you call him up. Yeah. Hello. Hey, this is Scott. Um, I was just trying to see if I could get a few more things added to my tab. We've run into some complications I didn't expect already. You're aware that if you continue to do this, I'm going to have to report you to the Bureau. Why? It is illegal to to practice without a license. Well, I got consent from you, right? You have my consent to an extent. But if you practice too openly, I have to report you, and you will be required to be licensed shortly thereafter. Alright, um... Scott considers this and realizes what having what having uh, interdimensional law enforcement coming to this place would mean. And really, it's it's like you remember the movie Die Hard, where John McClane <laughs> fires a gun on the top of the building and yells, "Okay, fine, come down and arrest me." <laughs> maybe international, maybe inter, maybe interdimensional law enforcement would be concerned about this god. <laughs> But again, abuse all the magics. But again, that would be that's 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 in, that's in that's in heaven who he doesn't want to pursue quite yet. <laughs> Last effort. He's got to get the cops out front to keep Hans Gruber in check. <laughs> all right, yeah, but um, I'm trying to keep it as hidden as I can. I just need to. There's just a few things I need because it's become apparent that our our mundane security is not good enough. Very well. Continue. All right. Um, I need a I need a uh, some I need a long distance communication spell and also some kind of spell of warding or um some kind of alarm spell that would let me know when a certain perimeter has been breached by well preferably by those I don't preferably by those I don't know. That ward. Those set of spells will cost you. They'll add nine hundred more. All right, fine. Given that this is over the phone, I'm going to have to instruct you on how to perform these. Consequently, can I get just? Can I just get them faxed? I think I can find a place with a fax machine. You'll understand that I'll be hesitant to do that. I suppose. Alright, well what are the what do those services cost? Your feeling is kind of doing the numbers. Another four hundred more. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, sure. At three hundred dollars, you'd have. Yeah, so it's now fifteen thousand three hundred dollars. Man, aren't you glad I have that? All right, so it's seventy or it's eight eight thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I guess the new charges aren't halved. Well, yeah, but the new yeah. charges aren't halved. But I'm adding that to the old charges. Yeah. 
Very well. And he begins a very... He begins a very dry and boring lecture on how to perform these mm-hmm. spells. Scott's listening intently. Again, this is dry and boring lectures on how to be a motherfucking sorcerer. Yes, but you'd be surprised at how boring he can make it sound. Right, just the end result. Hmm? Hmm? Just the end result. <laughs> he sounds like the worst history teacher. Yeah. The, one, the, the, the one who can teach a lecture on battles of World War II, but can, can, can still put you to sleep. I don't like the best who can tell you, talk to you about, like, uh, the, uh, uh, fucking, uh, a teapot dome and make it sound like the most exciting shit ever. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you're gonna be here a couple hours. Yeah. Everyone is waiting around for a couple hours while Scott is learning how to do two more magics. Scott just says, like, hey, if they have takeout, grab me some. Okay, sure. I'm I'm probably safe here. Yeah, we'll be back. You know, puts her coat on, heads out. Yeah. Uh, y'all go to y'all, y'all go to Cleo's. They yeah. do have pancakes and waffles, and also they're delicious. Emma's having waffles. Emma's having waffles. Eddie's having coffee and a pancake. He's light. Um. And he's having all the bacon that came with all those pancakes and waffles. He's just having all the bacon. And uh, it takes a couple hours, but eventually, Scott, you do learn um, a spell of warding and a uh, spell of distance communication. So the spell of distance communication, you, the, both of these require physical objects. Mm-hmm. Um, the spell of warding requires you to place, d- requires casting the spell over something, over not something large, but something small. And anything that passes over it will alert you. All right. So, the example that the wizard gives you is uh, a string. Setting a string, on, setting a string um, at the base of a door. Gotcha. If the door is opened by anyone that you did not want to open it, then you'll be alerted. Um, consequently, this means a spell of warding to anyone that's aware that there's some wizarding going on is very noticeable. Yeah, I figured as much. It's very difficult to hide. Um, to everyone else, like, what's this fucking string? What the fuck is this? Nah, whatever. Um, and a spell of distance communication uh, requires um, requires uh, explicitly uh, having some objects that are the same they've cast the spell on, like identical buttons, mm-hmm. or two shrunken skulls, or two shrunken skulls, or uh, identical or, or, or identical slips of paper. They have to be almost perfectly identical, mm-hmm. almost perfectly. So the shrunken skulls are twins, right? And so long as the parties that you want to be in communication have them, they can communicate. The distance which they can communicate is based on how well you perform the spell. You have a feeling it's based on it's based on some kind of arbitrary leveling system, and it increases yeah, ten like, miles per every level. You, you don't know what it means. Some, some of that. Magic's all about the levels, man. Um, will that be all, Mister Vall? Yeah, yeah, that'll um. Do you know if this uh, if this communication spell does it does it does it target based on true names? If you're attempting to communicate with the devil, then you're going to have to set their true. You're going to have to be writing their true name. This is an entirely different spell. Mm. I'm adverse to the idea of teaching you how to communicate with devils uh, or anything to deal with devils in general. Uh, mm. 
It is not illegal to possess this knowledge. However, it is poorly advised. Well, yeah, I have a I have a means by which well, I have a means by which I can communicate with one, but it would be very inconvenient to them to use it. I do not advise dealing with devils. I know she just might be very helpful in a pinch. Then I advise using that as the last possible. I know. I just want to let her know what she might be getting into. I'm guessing she'll probably deal with it the same way either way. Give me a charm check. All right. If you're going to try and get them to teach you the spell. That's the whole reason I got the communication spell, but it could be useful for the rest of us. So long as nobody has some kind of magical interception thing. Emma has that. Oh yeah, well she has a thing, yeah, to prevent mind reading. Um, let's see. And I'll draw on my relationship with Manny. Well... For obvious reasons. Yeah. Drawing on the part that wasn't the exchange between him and the wizard. Uh, eights? Eights? This devil. I can give you the non-true name she has. Yes, do that. I will communicate with her instead. All right. Um, the only name I've heard f- of her is Mon. Very well. I will figure out her true name, and I will pass on the information. All right. Consider this a favor. Yeah, I've already got a lot of those with you. I'm just making sure I stay alive long enough to pay back your debt here. Apparently. Will there be anything else? Uh, no, that's it. I think I figured out the rest of the stuff you've given me. Should I destroy these documents on how to cast the other spells? Yes. Alright. Provided you have mastered them, please destroy them. Alright. Hopefully I won't have to call you again. Indeed. Although I guess... Although I can... What? The best of luck. Yeah. Although, if you do know of a place called Persistencia, we could meet up there from time to time. Persistencia. I do traverse there. I know a way to just kind of go there whenever I want to. Those who have been there, and have spent long enough time there, off to do. So, yeah, if we want to try and meet up and have secret meetings or whatever that aren't over the phone, that'd probably work. Very well. Alright, uh, yeah, uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> I like that that's... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of risky to talk over the phone. You just want to go to this, like, pocket dimension. <laughs> so this is how far into weirdness Scott has accepted his life. <laughs> You know, everything's fucked up. I'm just going to embrace all this weirdness. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Speaking of embracing weirdness, uh, sack any amount of uh, we- relationships into weird relationships. All right, put, yeah. into these, uh, I'm running out of relationships to get rid of. I have to sack the, like, my relationship with Jingles at this point. <laughs> I'm out wow. of experience to buy new relationships with. The drawback of becoming a motherfucking wizard. Yeah. I don't even know what to make this. Or, oh, I don't even know it. what to make this relationship with, though. I already have my relationship with Mister Wizard at maxed out at five. Magic. 
relationship with magic. The act of being a wizard. And what were these two spells go under? Are these hands or brain spells? Uh, the the um the two spells uh are let's see uh the warding the warding is um brains and the um telecommunications essentially the the uh, distance communication is hands. Okay. I guess I'll make each of those a 1D power for now. Okay. Um, so, uh, everyone returns. Costum learns the spells. Yeah, he's throwing down a uh, he's throwing down a ward on on a line of string. <laughs> okay, roll it. All right, D useful wording. So that is. I guess he'll draw on his relationship with Mister Wizard for this one. Um. Wow, and not roll very well. Jesus. 10D and I get a 2 by 3 set. Ouch. Alright, yeah, you have kind of a weak ward on this uh, string. Oh, at least we'll know when it's broken. And communication. Oh wait, no, the warding spell... The warding spell was a brain skill, actually. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. It was 10D either way. Yeah. It's the curse of 6D. It comes back even when I roll 10D. It's true. Hey, Scott, um... Here you go. Uh, they had to take off. Oh, thanks. Welcome. He takes this styrofoam so, uh, box. Um, so did you do everything you wanted to do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what next? Well, I guess I can consult with... Actually, wait, we need to go find a place where we can get sand. I'll say you have sand. Okay. Pocket full of sand. You were given... You were, you were given a cup full of sand when you when you bought that spell. Complimentary. You gave me a couple packs of sand. <laughs> Complimentary sand. <laughs> he keeps them in his pocket just in case he needs pocket sand. <laughs> and in his other and in his in his other pocket in his other pocket he's got uh, ground black pepper. <laughs> Look, sometimes sometimes you're gonna need you're, you're gonna need to cast a divination spell. During those times, you might want some sand. Well, no, he's just going. He's just going so, full yeah, Rorschach now. <laughs> so, yes. All right. Because um, I think it wasn't Eld pursuing all the rest of their leads. Uh, Eld was going to go. He was not pursuing. Those okay. Leads. Well, we can go to the library then. And I don't. I don't. From there, we can probably figure out where Scott and Demetrius lived. Okay. Uh, you already know where they live. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah. Zero gave me that. Okay, right? I didn't know he gave me that. Well, we should probably still go to the. Yeah, you know, you, you know, you know where the the uh, the former home of Michelle Val Owen mm-hmm. was. And you know where the, the the former home of the Moody family was. Right, and those are on opposite sides go of the ahead. city, right? Yeah, the Moody household uh, is on the north side, and the um, Val Owen household is on the west side. Hmm. All right. Well. You know that uh, Scott Vall was eventually the eventually had the title of that house for a brief period. And where's the library in uh, conjunction to the rest of these? The library is in center town. All right. Well, the library would probably be a good place to start. In either in any case, big public place. The other two places are suburbs. I think one of them's near the outskirts. Okay. Well, no, I'll say you can go to the library. Stop yeah. the guard. You guys can walk. Make to the a library. walk to the library check. I hope you have that skill. 
Shit. No. Uh, you guys go to the library. It's a fairly large public library. Um, very expensive. Uh, what you researching? What you researching? Um, let's see if we can actually find any find any yearbooks. See if there's anything about Scott and Demetrius in there. Okay. Clubs um, or anything. A, give me a uh, notice or I'll think something. All right. I'll draw on my relationship with Emma because researching together, doing a lot of reading, just like old times. Anyone wants to look, anyone wants to, wants to do research? They can. Uh, Manny's gonna do some reading on Leviathans. Okay, you find can, pictures. You can literature. give me research there. You can give me uh, notice or outthink, whichever is better. Yeah, Neil will go do a similar pursuit, specifically how to down it, <laughs> how uh, to murder them. All right. So, uh, outthink or remember or outthink or notice, whichever whichever is better. This is a well organized library. Oh, right. L for Leviathan, I guess. Using managed relationships with study buddies here. Uh, three nines. Okay, three nines, two by ten, two by eight. Um, oh, rolling as well for shoes and giggles. And she will awful, despite being a library fiend. She's just like, oh my god, look at all these books. <gasps> she'll, she'll just be this like... This library is way better than the one in Troy. She'll do that, and she'll roll this. This is, this is what she'll roll, yeah. There's no hobo sleeping in the corner or anything. <laughs> she's just she's just enthralled with how great this library is comparatively. All right, uh, so um, Neil and Manny, you guys, you guys find um, that uh, you guys find information about um, Leviathans through history. Uh, in every mythology, there's a sea monster. In every mythology. Oftentimes, these sea monsters are attributed to gods of some kind, or destroyer gods, specifically. In the Bible, the Leviathan is one of the bringers of the end. In uh, Greco, uh, Greco-Roman mythology, Poseidon slash Neptune is an Olympian, a destroyer. God of earthquakes and horses. In, uh, in uh, Mesopotamian mythology, you, you, you know that uh, a... a, a, a uh, a sea god flooded the world. Um, problem is, you don't really find a way to beat them. These are gods. They don't have weaknesses. And yep. since you guys will not think, uh, not notice, uh, M- Manny, I'll give this one to you. You got tens. This isn't like Odin. Odin proclaimed himself god. Yeah, Maybe. he knew that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he became some kind of lesser god thing, but but the Leviathan through history, um, the gods, the texts that you read through speak of are are and always were gods, and are and are and always were older than man. The only weakness you can ever find on them is just vanity. And that can only go so far. There is no other reason a god would manifest as a man. So, in all these stories where, you know, people have written about this Leviathan, I mean, they've had to see it, they've had to get out alive to write the story. They were just lucky? These are all stories, legends. You don't know how true these tales are. Odysseus encountered Poseidon, Poseidon firsthand. He was just lucky. 
you do know, kind of paging through the Iliad, that it isn't unfound for a man to best a god. Only that it's temporary. Man cannot kill gods. They can wound them. Diomedes wounded Ares. A man wounding the god of war, forcing him to flee from battle. With just a regular spear. You know about that. That may be your best hope. Maybe all we need to do. Find anything, Manny? Nothing that really makes me feel better. Yeah. I guess he wouldn't still be around if someone wrote a legend on killing him. Can't kill gods. But you can appease them, trick them, and wound them. It bleeds. Don't. Just saying. You can wound them. We can either kill him or beat him so hard he can't get back up. I'm hoping that sword has some sort of key. Yeah. Nobody Odysseus knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Probably more than we do. Then yeah. again, he's dead. No, he's fine. We met him, remember? Yeah. Where? Remember where we met him? Yeah. Scott, you rifle through some, uh, you, you do find, um, you find yearbooks? You look through a 1985 yearbook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you do find pictures of Dimitris Moody and Scott Paul. Um, they're old pictures, they're all 80s pictures. Yeah, they've all got um, the laser beams your, in the background. Give me a, uh, remember check. Okie doke. What is remember? It is eight. Uh, eights, fittingly. You, uh, briefly recall that flash of images that you experienced when you were leaving Persistencia. When you look on, when you look at a group photo of the 1985 archery club, and you see Dimitris Moody off to the side. It's about 13 years old in that picture, Mm -hmm. so... Short chin length black hair. Just kind of looking at her, you can you can. She wears glasses. Just kind of looking at her, you can tell her eyes are a little strange. Not notice unless you look close. Yeah, he takes a well. He's always looking close. You do, you do find pictures of Dimitri Smoothie. Um in the archery club. Uh, you flip through, you actually do end up finding one that is. Uh, we also you also find uh, in the class pictures, the individual class pictures. You also find one uh, for the games club. Mm-hmm. Um, the games club, which uh, which uh, was um, which was headed by uh, Cassandra Benton. Mm. Oh, um, she's kind of a a tall, really really tall, awkward looking girl. Um, looks unreasonably skinny. Uh, Dimitris is, is, was in that club as well. Um, it, the whole thing describes the game club. Uh, they, they dealt a lot in tabletop gaming. Yeah. As, as well as other forms of traditional games. Um, Scott Vall was also in that. You see him standing next to Demi. Yeah. Um, they both look very happy. Scott Vall looks very, very similar to you. 
Yeah, Scott Ball looks very, very similar. Yeah, well, that's... Um, Maybe has a somewhat darker hair than yours. Face just slightly different, but if someone were to put his class picture next to you, the resemblance would be uncanny. Yeah. Well, he's had suspicions about whether or not he was a clone. Um, you also see uh, a number of other classmates there. And... Uh, old teachers um and then you go through go, you go in through a uh, to the most recent yearbook um and uh, you find that there actually were a few classmates of scott vall and dimitris moody's mm-hmm. that are teaching at ithaca junior high right now i'll take those names they are um scroll up a second uh they are, uh, Mr. Kyle Snyder is the current principal of Ithaca Junior High. The picture of him depicts a, uh, sort of clean cut, tall, well built young man. He looks more like someone who teaches physical education than being a principal. But any picture of him, he has this dopey looking smile on his face. And, uh, M- Melissa Serrano, um, is a teacher of silent, uh, uh, Miss Melissa Serrano is a teacher of science. And pictures you see of her, she looks like a kind of small, sheepish woman. Looks probably a little younger than her age, maybe. Kind of pretty, but in that really unassuming, dorky mm-hmm. way. Um, she's also the head of the uh, science department in Ithaca Junior High. Right. Kyle Snyder was in Demi and Scott's grade. They were in the same homeroom. You know that much? You can find that one out by just by looking through the through book. <laughs> Melissa Serrano was uh, in the science club that Scott Vall was also in, though she was in sixth grade. All right, um, he'll see if he can. Well, he'll see if through cross referencing he can find any other information about them, where they live, or anything like that. Uh, where they live, you can't find where All they right. live. Well, you know, you, you know what school. They yeah, teach I know at. what school and what department they teach at. So if I can, actually, I do have a way I can intrude <laughs> into the school without anybody noticing. You are a child, <laughs> also invisible. Yeah, can I have visible, a, but you're also a child, and you probably blend in. Pretty I have well. a lot of things I can do to do that. Uh, to be fair, uh, schools like unknown child or anyone entering a school kind of raises a hubbub. Yeah. Maybe they just maybe they just eventually maybe, maybe they eventually. just trust people in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, it eventually raises a hubbub. It doesn't raise an immediate hubbub because you are a kid. You are of the age. I do imagine if I school. go and talk with the principal, though, that's going to raise some kind of hubbub. <laughs> they were in the same homeroom. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's start definitely. Um, what day is today? Uh, today, I, uh, let's see, been having a, been really bad at keeping track of days. Today's Friday. Okay. And as of this moment, I just realized that my weird powers now take up more space than all the rest of my character sheet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, apparently I've got a lot of them. Scott has way too many weird relationships. Well, that's what happens when you become a wizard. Yeah. Unfortunately, this means that you are on the verge of not being a PC. Yeah, he's still got seven points in regular relationships. 
He just has a fuck ton of experience. It's true. It also means you're going to act weird. Oh, like he doesn't do that already. <laughs> yeah, but even more. All right, so he's uh, fine talking you, um... to a motherfucking sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, uh, Scott, you have um, the address to the former home of Michelle Vallon. You have the address to the Moody household. You have the address to the school. All right, passed it by. You know where it is. Yeah, it's also on the cover of the yearbook. Yeah, and uh, school's still in session. Yeah. Maybe I could find a way to sneak in between passing periods or during after-school activities. Yeah, probably. Pretty easy. Hmm. So we could try that, and I could... I guess I need to find two nearly identical items so we can stay in communication with other people. Um, are there any examples? Hmm? Any examples? Um, they said, like, two buttons, two earrings, something like that. Um... Take the buttons off my coat, maybe? Yeah, that could work. She strains to pull some pull two buttons off her coat. Alright, thanks. Yeah, I can just sew them back on later. He goes, yeah, he kind of checks, makes sure no one's around, and magics the shit out of this. Alright, give me a, a roll for it. Alright. He went with. Okay. He's drawn on his relationship with magic. <laughs> to, to magic the shit. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> Alright. How's four nines? Jesus. Alright, you make one badass uh, distance communication spell. Alright, now just one of you guys has to hold on to this, and I just have to hold on to the other one. Give me a courage check while you're holding them, by the way. Alright. Who? Scott. As you, 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 you say that while you're holding them both, and give me a courage check. <laughs> uh, nines. Nines. Well... You re- you realize that you need to stop thinking right the fuck he now. Just, while he you're just, holding he both just of drops. These. He drops both of them. Okay. You're 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 stunned for a second as uh, you hear yourself echo twice. Okay. You need to take one of those, and I need to take the other one. Okay. Is everything? Yeah. Okay? Just don't hold both of them. Okay. On the plus side, Jeez. I have a way to distract the enemy. Okay. Hmm. 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 Scott, are you on my head? Aren't I always? That you are. Wah, wah. Manny, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not here. He takes the button out of his coat pocket and then leans in to kiss her. <laughs> he's afraid yeah. He's afraid She's of bridging bad. the gap again. <laughs> 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 she kisses you back. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, she's, she's just like, hey, so what's next? Alright, well, um... We can go to the school when they're doing after-school activities. I think most of the faculty should be there still. And there's a couple people there that we can talk to who would know both the people we're trying to meet. Um, we could also stop by the residences of Scott and Demetrius, but that would be... I imagine those are probably pretty well monitored, and it would be weird to be creeping around sub suburbs. I don't know what I don't know what to do with those because they're definitely houses. I guess we can take a look at them. Yeah, I mean, the school's probably in session a few more hours. Yeah. Which one do you want to head first? Let's head up the Moody House because the other one was actually owned by Scott. You mean the the Vaughn House? Yeah, that one was actually owned by him. 
I don't want to check that one out without more backup. Okay. Everyone else coming too? Yeah. Okay. And walks over to the library. Uh, hey, Manny, Neil, Eddie, uh-huh. uh, we're gonna um, go to the north side. Uh, Scott wants to check out the Moody house. Alright, okay. uh, we were just doing research on the guy we kind of promised to kill. Okay. Um, did you find anything? Uh, no Plus one. Mind if we walk and talk? Yeah. No one's killed. According to the stories, no one's killed anything like him yet, but they have wounded things like that before. So. Or they might have killed him and they just. No one believed that because you can't kill a god. You got me up with Scott. Start leaving. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think that sword you have there, Scott, is a best bet, though. Yeah. Also, he re-invisibled it before leaving with a 2x10 set. Okay. Um, so That's I made a... There's good. also a long-distance communication uh, field. I think it should be pretty reliable. I set it up with Emma. Um, yeah. Um, so long as you guys are with me. Uh, so long as I'm holding this, Scott can actually talk in my head from not wearing I guess we can just swap... She holds the necklace out there. <laughs> I guess we can just swap them out as needed. Um with each other. Just make sure that you're never holding both of them. Why not? Um, have you ever held a microphone up to a speaker? No. Um, you, you know what feedback is? Yeah. I, uh, oh, yeah, I think I do. A feedback loop. Yeah. That'd be kind of wild. It's something, definitely. Um, but yeah, I have one. He holds up the button and Emma has the other one. And I don't think there's a way that this can be intercepted, but I'm not that good at magic. Well, hopefully no one else in town is either. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. He starts wondering now if he could just slip one of these buttons onto somebody and then just listen to their thoughts. Um, they might They might listen to your thoughts too, though. You could, but they can also hear your thoughts. Yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to be able to quiet your thoughts. Gotta practice his, he's gotta Somehow. practice his... Or just think of a song, and then they just think there's a song stuck in their head. I just have to learn the most catchy song. Damn it, why is why why is Gangnam Style not exist yet? Um, so you guys keep <laughs> you guys keep walking. Uh, it t- it's it's a it's a little it's a bit of a trek to get to the north side of Ithaca, um, but uh, eventually uh, you do end up getting as far as there. Um, you end up getting as uh, as far as the uh, as the Moody household. It's a very large estate. It's up on the, the north side of town, where the suburbs are. The suburb, the suburban homes here are a lot bigger, more estate, uh, more estate like. And the Moody house is more like a small manor. Uh, the um, the uh, mailbox still says Moody. Wow. Huh. Kind of loaded. Yeah. Um, he kind of checks, uh, kind of looks around for cameras and the like. Uh, I don't notice any. Hmm. Uh, I don't know how we're getting into this. I don't think we are getting into this, really. Neil's pretty good at breaking into abandoned homes. Is it? Does it look, yeah, does it look abandoned? I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest uh, breaking in. Ah, uh, huh? shit. What's inside? Guy with a shotgun. 
Oh. Huh. That's not what I'd expect. A guy? Yeah. Look, the thing about seeing this sort of shit is I can't really tell who the fuck they are, what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I assume you just see me against the window and then me against the window. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, well, the rest of me is on the floor. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I understand if you want to turn around and search another lead, but just throwing this out there, I can take a bullet. Uh, yeah, but when you get back up again, that might freak the guy out. And I can draw take a couple other bullets. And draw unwanted attention. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure they're looking for a guy who can take a bullet and get back up again. What do you want to do, Scott? Well, I definitely won't, don't want to go in there if there's a guy with a shotgun just watching the front door. Nah, I think that he's watching the front door. He's kind of upstairs. Neil kicks, Neil kicks the door. Sneaks in some shit. Sneaking around and then boom, gone. He ain't watching the door. Maybe defend the house, I don't know. <laughs> could knock. I, I guess. What are we going to ask, though? Be polite about it? We're doing a report. Because oh, they went missing, so maybe we're doing a thing about missing people. You know. I mean, it's no secret they went missing. In fact, it's kind of hard to keep it secret someone goes missing. I guess. How are we going to... Is there any... How are we going to spin that, though? There's Nobody writes reports about missing persons cases. I mean, well, kids doing a prod? I don't know. Listen, I'm not good with the whole dishonesty and skull diggery thing. Mm, I guess worse comes to worse. This guy kind of looks to Emma and then looks away. Hmm. All else fails, yeah. Man, uh, any more spells than I could have? <sighs> I don't think that's a spell you can make. We could. I don't know. We're, we're talking about controlling him. Maybe. I don't know how how many times we can summon the siren, but well, I guess that once again, if things come to worse. Yeah, let's not try and call in supernatural aid until we need it. Yeah. We've already kind of called in enough at this point. Hmm. So what do we do then? I don't know what we can ask the guy. If we, I mean, we can say we're here for a report, but on what and why? And... Full journalism? I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, report, journalism thing. Yeah. Could could be a journalism thing, I guess. Worth a try. In the worst case scenario, he just tells us, he, he, he just shakes a shotgun and has to tell us to get off the lawn. Yeah. Alright. Well, could try anything once. Strolling up and ring the doorbell? Yeah. Strolling up and ring the doorbell. Um... The, uh... The, there is a long moment of silence before uh, before you hear footsteps coming down, and then they uh, and then the door slightly cracks open. Hello. Hi. Um, 
I'm here for the uh, for the Ithaca Junior High. Uh, I'm here with the Ithaca Junior High. Uh, can I from from give me, give me your yeah, check. from the news from from the yearbook? What was the name of the Ithaca newspaper? Give me give me a check. Ah uh, Jesus! Well, the student newspaper. Ah uh, Jesus! Uh, ten dice only gave me three threes. Uh, Ithaca Junior High um Weekly Tribune. Yeah, the Ithaca Junior High Weekly Tribune. I hate newspapers. I'm more of a blog now. <laughs> I hate blogs. <laughs> um, would you mind if we asked a couple questions? What kind of questions? Uh, we're following up on a story um about a student that went missing in '85. Uh, I don't know students. Her name was uh, I mean her last her last name was Moody. Uh, her name was Demetrius. He opens the door slightly. Uh, give me a. He opens the door. Can I? He opens check? the door slightly to show you his shotgun. Give me a knife. All right. Trying to get him to talk here. He, open, he opens the door slightly enough that you can see that he looks like a. Uh, he he look he's he's kind of in his pajamas. He looks like an old man. His sixties or seventies. All right. Has kind of a thick mustache, gray hair, thin thin uh, hairline. He's like an aging Magnum. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of gaunt looking. Uh, eights. I think I remember that name. I think I remember that name. Uh. All right. Would you? Do you think you can answer some questions regarding that person? Did you know them? No good kid, right? Hmm? No good kid, right? Habit of getting in the way? Uh, I'm not sure of that, sir. I'm just doing... Glasses? Yeah, glasses. Uh, Bob Terror. She was in the archery club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she used to live here. Yeah. No good kid. Um... Brad of a kid, if you ask me. Brad of a kid? Brad of, Brad a, of kid. a kid. What makes you say that? He takes the pencil out from behind his ear and starts writing down in his notebook. Got in the way all the damn time. What do you mean when you say that? Couldn't cook her own damn food. Couldn't do her own damn dishes. I remember that. Yeah, 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 I remember that. How did you know her? Wife wanted a little girl. So I said, yeah, why not? We go down... Go down this, uh. Go down this. Talk to this agent. Agent pulls this big old list of kids. Yeah. Pull up one. Girl living somewhere in the Midwest. Dimitris? Yeah. Weird kid. Real weird kid. Didn't like her. Well, I fell in love with her. Sort of like a. Sort of like a woman falls in love with a puppy dog. And then doesn't want shit to do with him anymore. Hmm. I see. Um, he hesitates to ask any questions about the man's wife, as he has not seen the man's other hand and does not know the state of shotgun holding. <laughs> um. Uh. So. Uh. Do you? So. She lived. She lived here. You were her adopted father. I know father than nobody. I hate kids. Okay. Um, but she lives in this house. 
Yeah, yeah, she lived here. Um, do you know uh, what happened around the time of her disappearance? Oh, picked up some no-good boyfriend. Probably got in some trouble with him. Hell if I know. I see. The police didn't come by and ask any questions? She's came by, yeah. Wife was distraught, all crying and shit. Funny, too, because she didn't have anything to do with a girl. Whole time. Hmm. Dumb bitches, all of them. I see. <laughs> no, I had no idea. <laughs> um, where is your wife now? I don't know. The car drove away somewhere. Never saw her again. Dumb bitch. Alright, um... Uh, what was her name? Paula. Alright. Okay, uh, thank you. If I have any more questions, do you mind if I come by again? Yeah, I do. Will you answer any more questions if I come by again? Well, answer any more... Get the fuck out of my property. <laughs> Alright, you have a good day, sir. He slams the door in your face. Man, what an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. But we got... A little we bit. Got the, we got a name of somebody who could answer questions, though. Well, we don't know where that person is. There's phone books. There's mm-hmm. people that know. I, I... I felt like a, a... A gender obligation to hate this person. I... No, yeah, no. I felt that, too. I just didn't want him to use that shotgun he probably had in his other hand. Anyway, we should get off his property. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah. And, I don't know, firebomb his house. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) There is no damage that you can do to this man that hasn't already been done. I know. It's just, I need to finish what got started. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Eddie. What's up? It was a good call, man. Without you, we probably just would have busted in and got shot up. On the plus side, we would have beaten that man up. Yeah, Yeah. but that would have attracted attention. Well, it's... Some of my issues. Probably me. What to next, guys? Uh, checks the time again. School's about over. We should go to the school, see if we can talk with the principal or the head of the science department. Alright. And so we go. <laughs> and you guys go, you guys go to, uh, Ithaca Junior High. Um, uh, intent to, uh, to reach the, uh, principal or head of the science department. Yes. Scott's got um, intents to talk to the principal. Okay. Uh, when you reach Ithaca Junior High, um, school's letting out. Yeah, well, there's still activities and the like. Yeah. School is just letting out. Kids are boarding buses. Yeah, so he'll just kind of blend in with the okay. children. Everyone else going to just follow along? Trying to blend in. All right. Um, really blending blending, blending in is what we've learned to do in the course of our natural lives. <laughs> All right. Give me a connive checks. All right. Hey, I put these kids as cigarettes. Drawing my relationship Dude. with Manny. Dude, if one of these kids have a cigarette, I'm fucking pickpocketing. I'm just gonna say. Oh yeah. I got I got one left, and I'm fucking saving it. Alright, and for Manny and Neil. Oh, what are we rolling? Knife. Two fives. Unless you want to stay outside, oh, in which really. case somebody will give you the communication token. Use uh relationship with 
Manny, he kind of okay at lying when he needs to. Uh... He's been living as a human his whole life, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, three fours? Alright. Um, Scott, it becomes, it becomes painfully obvious to you that, uh, that, that, that Manny and Neil's got like a sore thumb. <laughs> You're with a couple of weirdos. You're good, man. You you blend in pretty well. Mm-hmm. You and Emma are just kind of... Yeah, well, we are kind of above middle school grade level both. Uh, Eddie also stores it's just like a sore thumb. Eddie is going to be obvious anywhere he goes. <laughs> um, look at this guy. If he doesn't look like a bum, he doesn't look like anything. Hmm. Uh, Scott checks to see where the principal's office is. See if he can find a map or something. Um... Uh, so the layout of the school uh, is that there are two st- there there are um, two set of steps uh, in the front of the school. One leads to a the left set of step leads set, set of stairs leads to a, a uh, pair of double doors. The right set of steps lead to a pair of double doors. There are kids coming out of either side of these coming coming down both both the stairs. Yeah, I mean he's getting in past the kids that are flooding out. Are you going uh, left side or right side? We'll go left side. Left side. Okay, you don't need a map. Main office is right to, is, is right okay. there. Come to come to a carpeted lobby. Um, carpeted lobby. You know, to your left, you have a big trophy rack full of all the trophies that sports things that the schools received over the years. All of them hockey. All of them. Some of them uh, for chess club and a couple for archery. Yeah, uh, the bulk of the archery ones were uh, were in the eighties. Yeah. Um. To your right, main office. Well, we don't have to worry about blending in for too long. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm just going to check in here. Why don't you guys come in, too? Why not? It's not going to seem any stranger than it already is. Do you want us to just sit in the office and wait for you? or? I mean, you guys can come if you want. This isn't going to be any stranger than it already is. Okay. Scott, it's up to you. I don't mind, really. Um... Well, I'll just talk with the secretary, unless it's uh, unless it just goes straight to the principal's office. There's a secretary, and then behind her are numerous offices. One of them. All right. Kind of yeah. Office. I'll just kind of walk in. Walking to the, walk in. There's a older lady. Uh-huh. Hi. Yeah, I'm here to see Principal Snyder. Uh, Principal Snyder. He should be returning shortly. Okay. Can I, me and my friends just wait in here? That's All fine. Right. He checks her desk to see if she has any mints. Yeah, she got mints. Also lollipops. Aw, oh, snatch. Scott takes a mint. And then Emma gets a lollipop. Yeah. Eddie also gets a lollipop. Gotta do something to stop that oral fixation. Yeah. Much. Um, and uh, you wait a moment. Eventually a uh, man in his mid- man in, like his uh, late 30s, maybe early 40s, walks in. Um, it's kind of brownish, red hair, tall, athletic looking for his age. Um, again, looks like someone who's be teaching phys- physical education more than uh, mm-hmm. anything else. He's a principal here. Uh, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of, uh, walks in, starts walking, walking past the receptionist and then, uh, she's like, oh, Mr. Snyder. Oh, well, yeah. There were a few kids that were here to speak to you. Oh, Okay. Uh, one second. Um, he turns around to look at you for a second, and then he looks like he sees a ghost. He's stunned in his shoes for a moment. 
Uh, hi, uh, Miss, Mr. Snyder, sir. Uh, hi. My name's Scott. Um, I got a couple questions I want to ask you. Take a step back. He's like, okay. Do you want to step in my yeah, office? Yeah. Do you mind if my friends come along? No, that's fine. All right. Right this way. Right, right this way. Kinda... Are we all fit in there? Yeah, it's big enough. It's a friend's little office. It can fit like a it can fit like a dozen kids if it needs to. For when a dozen kids get in trouble at once. Basically, yeah. yeah. It's middle school that happens. Um, and uh, Mr. Snyder uh, leads you into the. He leads you in, in into his office, and then he closes the door behind him, and it's like looks really weirded out for a second, and sits behind his desk. There are a couple of chairs in front of his desk, and then there are a couple of chairs, then there are a few more chairs um, in the back All of right, the room. Yeah, Scott takes a uh, before Scott sits down. He's um, first off, do you work or are affiliated in any way with Megacorp? They fund a lot of school functions, but that's is this room. Do you know if they set up anything around the school? Uh, there is the there is a security company that set up cameras. Got kind of checks around They're all the corners of the room. Not in here. All right, so this room's safe enough. It's it's mostly well, it's all just for the protection of the children. Right, right. Sorry if I seem a little paranoid. Um, this is. Strange. Although I imagine you've seen pretty strange yourself. I've seen strange. Never seen a ghost before. I'm gonna. Do you? Um. Do you want uh, water? I have a emotions to a. Uh, yeah. A water jug container thing where you can get a little. Yeah, in. sure. He he stands up and gets a fills paper cup of water for you. Has it to you. He gets one for himself. Drinks it and then another. <laughs> All right. Having seen the prin- having seen the He's- principal drink the water, he knows it's safe. Pulls up another one, splashes it on his face. Yeah. Um, Looks back at you, sees you again, gives another, gives another cup of water. So, uh, what do you know about Scott Vall and Demetrius Moody? They're really good friends of mine. Do you know Demetrius had a secret? I'm aware. He, he sits down behind the desk and kind of slumps his shoulders. Alright, so he kind of pulls in the neckline of his hoodie to let some of the some of his weirdness show. I kind of share that secret. Oh god. She's alive then. Maybe. If she shares the same things that I do, then definitely. And that means... Scott's alive too. <laughs> yeah, I kind of came. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I've never actually met either of them. Yeah, I was hoping I was coming up here because I had learned from a uh, a Liz Migia that I could get answers. <clears throat> Liz contacted you. She contacted somebody who contacted me. There were probably more rungs in that ladder. That's a that's a name I got. Melissa and I have been trying to 
anything meaningful out of Liz for years. Yeah, from what I've heard, she moves around the country pretty constantly. In country sometimes. Um, I know she's still living here out in Ithaca right now. Right, but you can't... It's impossible to contact her. No, it's possible to contact oh. her. Oh, okay. She just won't answer any of our calls. We can go right there, and she'll see us and shut the door. Hmm. So she probably wouldn't say a lot to me either. Maybe. I don't know. Wow. What I do know is that it's dangerous for me to be here, though. For me to be in the city in general. I'm trying to find answers, and I'm trying to find them quickly. Everything's dangerous for you. Oh? If what I'm guessing is right, then anything's dangerous for you. Probably. That's kind of in my life. That was the whole reason... That's the whole reason Demi and the rest of them disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Scott. Hmm? My friend. Oh. Or my best friend I ever had. Dude was like a brother to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, back when, um, middle school, uh, when he was, he started dating Demi, uh, he met a few other kids, like, or not exactly. They um, had different things about them. One of them was, uh, he had horns. He was really big. Another one, she was kind of like a plant. And, uh, it was, um, Scott and Liz, they were, uh, they were uh, working together, um, trying to figure out some way to keep them safe. Like, keep people from trying to find them. They ended up coming up with something, I don't know exactly for the best that Melissa and I didn't know. Hmm. And I'm coming out with something. Demi didn't go that way. She ended up staying with Scott. Until she disappeared in 86. No. That was part of it. The whole disappearing act. That was the only way to stay safe. She was still around for... Until the last time I saw Scott. I don't know where the other two went. But I know... Demi just... lived with Scott. Right, he took his mom's house when he was in his 20s, and then he just mysteriously vanished. So did Demi. And that wasn't something they orchestrated? No. No, it wasn't. They were kind of aloof the last few years. I think they were scared of something. And I wasn't really in town to see him. I was off in college. Uh-huh. So by the time I came back, it stopped hurting about uh, hearing from them. I don't really know what happened. Were there ever a lot of obvious-looking men in suits? Periodically. That was the whole point, staying hidden for her. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a few run-ins with them, too. They were really nice. Yeah. What were they like? Way smarter than me, man. Way smarter than me. Really, Scott was... I can't. So it's Demi. They 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 they, they, they pretty much legitimately knew everything. Um, but they didn't. They weren't, they weren't the kind of people to hold it over your heads. Scott, he was best best dudes I ever knew. Like I was, I was a lame kid, but <laughs> he could have had so much better friends. So he he stuck with me and showed me nothing but compassion and. Uh, with my friendship, tried to help anyone that he met that had problems, any problem. Someone could help me would. They did with Demi. 
Another tale. And Demi, uh, Demi was great. Um, had some, uh, had, had, had some weird hobbies, but so, so did, so did Scott. Really nice, though. Once you got past the, the fact that, um, that she could get a little violent sometimes, but, like, not that sort of, like, physically violent, but that scary sort of aura of, you know, you, you, you uh, you ask this girl's number and she might kill you sort of thing, but she got to open up and Scott told me all about it and the whole, the whole thing was, uh, she was scared about people finding out about her. Once she started opening up, she was a great girl. I was kind and compassionate to Scott. And you don't... You have, he, he, look, he, he looks a little sad to think about it all. Yeah. You have no idea where they'd be. No. If they were anywhere, they would have at least contacted me and Melissa. You know anything about... Anything about their parents? Demi's parents were... Worthless. She wasn't missing much when she disappeared. He uses air quotes in the disappearance. Right, but she had another mother. Oh, um, remember right? Was uh, her other mother, her actual real mother? Um, she got confined to an asylum. Um, for claiming to have made love to an immortal bird thing. <laughs> yeah. Her adopted parents just sucked. They didn't Yeah, care. I met her dad, I think. Oh, yeah, he still lives around here. He's a... He's a real treat. Yeah, he just hangs out in his house with a... in his pajamas with a loaded shotgun. Yep. Yeah. The, uh... Scott's mom, uh, M- Michelle Hollow, and uh, she she passed away twenty some years ago. And Scott picked up the house when she when, when she passed. Um, Scott was never really close to his dad either. His mom got a divorce, and, and uh, that's why they moved up here. Because um, after their divorce, uh, after their divorce, um, they moved uh, away from um, the Pacific, or well. I think they were living out in California or something. Um, moved up here because his mom got a better job up here. Hmm. I think I've also regarding the story from Demi's actual mother. I've almost met the person, the thing she's she talked about, That's or I know so. the guy who knows him or knew him. Kind of a shame you can't prove it, or you couldn't go back in time. Yeah. She's. Is she still alive? No. She passed away a few years ago, too. All right. You know who lives in the, the Vol House now? Yeah. Miss Liz. She bought the place after. Scott disappeared. Is she living there now, or is she just... Yeah, she's living there now. Mm. She's probably just as cautious about Megacorp as we are right now. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. The, uh... 
I said she doesn't she don't she doesn't talk to Melissa and I. Right. No. Scott was one of both of our really good friends, both of us. So was Demi. Right. Sorry, I never knew them. Hmm. I'm sorry, you never knew them. Yeah, me too. Maybe Liz can tell me why. I hope so. I really do. Hey, if you need anything, if you need anything, uh, here's my number. All right, Scott, I'll take it down. All right, thanks. If you need help with anything, just let me know. I imagine most things I need help with are probably going to be beyond. Well, we'll find out. Thanks. Yeah. Any idea about the other about those other kids? Um, they kind of come back every so often. Um, they only kind of come back and talk to Liz. We weren't really that close to them. Um, Melissa sort of was a little closer with uh, uh, Persephone. I think her name was Plant Girl. Uh, the other one, Corbin. Yeah. I didn't know him really well. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the help. Um, and yeah, just um, if anybody comes asking if you've seen us, uh, mom's the word, I guess. Of course. Of course. All right. I'll stand up. Mm-hmm. Mr. Snyder stands up and extends a hand to you. Scott shakes it. Thanks for coming by. No problem. You take care. Yeah, you too. He steps out of the principal's office. Sees it. You have to imagine his entourage just follows him. Yeah. Yeah. Quietly follows. Guys step outside and leave with good junior high. Well, I guess we can see if the fall house has anything. I would make, I'm perfectly for a beeline right to this, uh, hmm? lady. That Liz lady, yeah? Yeah, she lives in Scott's house. Yeah, but did you hear what he said? She said a lot of things. Which things are you saying? I mean, about, like, the other weird kids that hung around this yeah. place. And she keeps in touch with them. Yeah. That's why. And one guy had horns. Yeah. I wasn't gonna say anything, because, you know. Yeah, I know. But, like... <laughs> Do you think that's weird? I mean, we've met another guy in Juno who was working as a wizard. I mean, like, the parallels or whatever between your life and this guy's. The other Scott's. The first Scott. Whatever. History uh, kind of has a habit of repeating itself, you know? It's just weird. I guess. Maybe there's devils everywhere. Or maybe you just had horns. That's also a very... That's also a possibility. Scott, are you, are you feeling okay? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. Yeah. Sure. Why? Taking all this in stride, dude. I'm just kind of come to accept that every my, my life is never going to be simple. There was this there was there was this point before we came here where I made a deal with a with a devil sorcerer. I didn't mean that so much. Just yeah, you finding out about your parents, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, yeah. That. Well, that's probably been the strangest part. They're probably not even in this city. 
if they're around at all anymore. But maybe Liz knows something. Yeah. She's gotta. Especially if she's as well connected as everything's leading me to believe. You guys start walking from the west side to uh, the former residence of Michelle Ball Owen and Scott Ball, and the current residence of Elizabeth Mazia uh, and Alan Session there. All right. Yay. Yay. I have a, I have a plan to try and get her to talk to Scott if she closes the door on them. It involves a post-it note and a just, button. Just strip naked. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> that could be the third oh. option. I was just thinking about taking about taking the other button, putting a post-it note on it that says "Pick this shit up," <laughs> and putting it through the mail. Uh, easiest easiest answer though is before she shuts the door, Neil puts his foot in the way. Yeah. No, the easiest answer is Scott strips off his shirt and squawks like a penguin. Like a penguin? I don't know. It was the first <laughs> bird to come to mind. It is two in the morning. <laughs> I mean, he could. T- I mean, he could just. Answer. He could take his shirt off. Definitely. Too experienced, everyone. And everyone be, by the way. Be, Yay! Be. What's this one called? Uh, this one. This one is called the Suitors Part One. <sighs> yeah, I guess next session we'll start with Eld. Uh, Eld side adventure. As he distract. As he proceeds to cause a good distraction. We'll see how good it is. <laughs> oh, he's got a zero. Yeah, he's got zero. So between the two of them, zero could just hand him another laser gun and they could just go to town. <laughs> 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 it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. That was, uh, that was, that was, that was Donnie's best day ever. He was given a laser gun. Dude, you just handed out, gave me one of those laser guns and he proceeded to blow away <laughs> an entire forest. Pass them out. And now him and Zero are friends. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and then he managed to get all the rest of the kids to come by saying, hey, this guy's handing out free laser guns. <laughs> Man, it's... Uh, so uh, what do you guys think? They're pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I'm excited. Any uh, questions or comments so far? None that I can think of. I'm curious to see what's happening with Eld. Yeah. Also, how much, yeah. also really how like much the- more of how, how much more of the past comes back. Also, how much invis- invincible really is this thing? I mean, well, yeah, that's that's our that's book. our other that's our uh, that's our other plan. If we can't kill it, we'll appease another god to fight it for us. <laughs> uh, if only we could get oh, you know what god I want to appease? We need to yeah, we we need to appease we need to appease the thunder god. It's a no, commune no, with thinking, Thor. No, not a not a gun god, but invincible nonetheless. Admittedly, call call Scott's grandpappy out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, if we could get, if we could get the rooster, that would be good. I don't know what he'd do. We don't, yeah, we don't know how Rex good that would be. That's all he does. Yeah, he, no, yeah. That's Rex. yeah. To, in order to fight war, he had to become war. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like Scott has Scott has a lot of badasses at his beck and call. It was actually this session that I remembered. Oh yeah, I can summon Mon whenever I feel like it. Yeah, Alaska. <laughs> well, obviously, he's, obviously, it's not his fir- it's not his preferred course of action. Yeah. See, the thing is, the the the, uh, the weird the weird thing about Scott Ball is that he actually is a badass. Like, if you look at him statistically speaking, and then you look at all of the contacts that he has. Scott's a boss. He's like, yeah. He's a good leader. He's a mafia don, yeah. <laughs> he's a mafia Go don that and... can that can also hold his own in a fight. Go back and punch Butch in the face and be like, what? 
Yeah. In all honesty, you know, in all that. honesty, the 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 thing, the weirdest thing that reminded me that I had Mon was Hotline Miami. Was that? Because well, because I remember the game that RPPR did, where they have the guy who's the who's the they have the main character as an asset in that. <laughs> they have a guy with a bunch. Yeah, of they masks. have a guy with a bunch of masks, and if they give him a call and tell him to go someplace, he'll just go in there and murder everybody. <laughs> and so in that same vein. <laughs> Like when I found out, oh, there's a warehouse where they're probably keeping people. I had this. I, I, I thought about like I should just call up Mon and say I need your help right now. <laughs> you need to take out some trash. Listen, I got. Listen, I got a couple. I got a couple people. So you want me to kill again? I gotta like. like I just. Uh, I put. I, I put her circle down and write a message in lipstick on the wit on the mirror that just says, uh, "Yeah, down at Forty Fourth Street. I got a couple people that need babysitting. They need a stern. They need a stern <laughs> lecturing. As always, be discreet." <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. I <laughs> uh, hear they're making a second game actually of that they, too. Yeah. Eventually. And then and then Mon realizes that she's in Alaska. And then she gets mad. Which I guess means the uh, first ending of that game is the canon one. Uh, well, yeah. Well, now, 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 Mon has to somehow get back to Indiana. <laughs> she's not like she could just get on a bus. She can she can ride on top of the bus. It's damn cold. <laughs> <laughs> one thing Manny inherited: distaste for cold. Okay. In any event, anyone else have any? There's no other uh, questions or comments uh, in the recording. All right. Good night. Night. Night.